What is up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameverse, episode 054 for Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. First show of the new year. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined by, as always, Mr. Rick. Yo, what up? I'm excited, man. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, 2020 was a fucking mess, not just in gaming, but the real world, too. Uh, we're just going to talk about gaming stuff right now because everyone knows the world's on fire. So let's talk about how the gaming industry is on yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, this will be our uh, this will be our Gameverse Awards show. We try to do this like every beginning of the year just to give ourselves time to finish everything that happened, came out, uh, you know, across the across the year. December releases like Cyberpunk. Uh Oh, yeah, dude, fucking... Oh, this whole year has just been crazy, especially with gaming. Um, oh, lost the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting to... Man, I keep forgetting to turn that off after... Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> um, but no, uh, we have a lot to go over, man. Not just, like, in gaming, but just in general, man. We're excited for some shit that's going to happen. Uh, my list isn't nearly going to be as long as yours because I didn't play that many games, but I feel like yeah. we, we played enough similar games. We have quite a bit to go over. Um, we're going we, to we're gonna like, we're gonna like consolidate our, yeah. our list into like a, um, like a consolidated top 10 uh, yeah. for 2020. So Yeah, um, and you know, we do this live, so if you're there in the chat, you know, say some stuff, man. Like, let us know what you felt was game of the year, what you've been playing. Uh, don't tell us to kill ourselves, or do. I don't care. I'm not your dad, but do. but yeah, jump in the <laughs> chat, jump in the Discord, gameverse.com/discord, uh, gameverse.com/twitch. Uh, yeah, or uh, let yeah, us man, know in the in the comments on the YouTube video uh, what you think we missed because we always miss something. That's why I think. I want to start with um, 2019 games yeah, uh, or anything, just anything that didn't come out in 2020 that we played um, that we, we missed back when it was hot. Uh, like myself. Yeah. I happened to finally play a lot of stuff that I missed. Uh, that Spider-Man. Oh yeah, you played that this year. I forgot that Marvel Spider Man. Um, yeah. Uh, let me just say that I didn't like. I liked it. I liked it, but um, I thought that it could have. It could have been a lot better. <laughs> um, um, I, I think know. we have this conversation at least like every other or every third podcast, but. I loved Spider-Man. That's as a huge Spider-Man fan, I feel like they did the character just so right. But from a gamer perspective, it doesn't really do anything that other open-world superhero games haven't done yet. Yeah, I mean, like the story, the storyline, and the graphics, and all that stuff. Like playing the game, like it plays well. But yeah, I just feel like it was a very. Uh, it felt a lot like just old open world stuff, man. Like 
you're running around and then you're you're fine tuning the satellites and then every all the blips open up on your map and you're like yeah i don't want to i don't want to fucking do any of this shit like it just felt um <laughs> it just felt like very open world like assassin's creed like collect all this bullshit type stuff that i just didn't want to do but everything else, like the story and the characters and the acting and all that stuff was like phenomenal um, it's funny you bring that up because it was the acting and story that made me do that stuff. Because it's not like, how can I word it? It's not like here's some random collectibles and then you're done. Like you get a fun little story thing when you do it. Like when you collect the backpack with Spider-Man, you get like a little blip where he talks about like what's in the backpack. So like as a Spider-Man fan, someone who likes Spider-Man, that's really cool to see. And that's what kept me doing it. So I see where you're coming from. You know, someone who probably, you've admitted, like, you're not a comic book guy. You're not a superhero guy. So someone who doesn't really know a lot or care about the character, it's just busy work. But for me, it's like, it was just more stuff to do in the game, for me at least. So that's why I didn't mind it too much. But I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, it was more stuff to do, but I just felt like I didn't want to do it because it, it was all like, yeah. I don't know. It was all the same to me. It was like, okay, I'll, I'll do yeah. it once. And then like, even like someone told me the, these, um, the, the puzzle pipe missions that you do where you like connect the pipes. Um, someone told me you can skip all those and I'm like, okay, well then why even do them? I mean, I ended up <laughs> doing them all, but I don't know. I don't know if it's true that you can skip them, but someone someone told me you can skip them all. Um, there's an option to skip the mini game. You still need to like go and hunt it down and do the mission, quote unquote. But the pipe mini game, the game, there's an option to skip it if you don't want to do those. Yeah, which I guess is fine for like I don't know if you don't if you're not good at puzzles, but and that's one thing I want to talk about the game. It has a lot of like great accessibility options. There's an option to like change the combat difficulty, uh, make the swinging easier to do, um, even, like, change the quick-time events. You can keep them on, turn them off, or change the quick-time events that have you, ma like, mash a button to just holding it if, like, your hands can't mash buttons really well. Like, there's a lot of accessibility options in it that I, I wanted to shout out. That game, that game is a lot right. I love it. <laughs> My but... Yeah, so yeah, I finally got around to playing that. Um, anything, anything else you you played? Um, not it's not a secret, man. I've been playing Borderlands like a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that is, yeah. I, I had a reason not to play it though, because you know when it when it dropped, I wasn't about to buy that on console. Um, and when it finally came out on PC on Steam, that's that's when I went and picked it up. It just came out on Steam this year, and. God, dude, it's so good. Like, the dialogue is still awful. So if you don't like Borderlands story or humor, that's not going to change your mind. It's still bad. The jokes, the game's not as funny as it thinks it is. It's not as clever as it thinks it is. The annoying bosses are just that. They're annoying and they're not funny. But the gameplay is solid, man. I love the gameplay of it. Um... I'm playing through the game right now. I just played with my brother last night. I bought a copy for him for Christmas. And him and I played it last night. We played for a couple of hours and he, he was super into it. Like that that's that's probably my like old game of the year. <laughs> like I'm upset it took me this long to play it, but 
I didn't have a way to play it on Steam until this year, though, so I don't regret waiting. Yeah, yeah, I ended up playing a bunch of that this year too, and yeah, yeah, I I got it when it came out, played a little bit of it, it was like super sour on it, um, but I ended up going back to it this year, or I guess last year, twenty twenty, and <laughs> yeah, I just I just muted everything and just put podcasts on and uh ended up enjoying it a lot more so that's the way to play it dude like it's it's so good even mo's like because i know you didn't like her with the uh with the mech yeah like i started playing through the game and luckily like i got a good explosive weapon so i was able to meet the criteria for that tree and i'm having a blast dude like when you, when you build a character you have to build it a specific way and how you want to do something and if you don't play by that way like the game can be really tough to get through, but if, if you're if you're careful where you're putting your points in, you know ahead of time how you want to play that character. Like it's it's a blast, man! And watching those numbers go up, watching your skills work together, it's it's a lot of fun. Like I was having a blast with it. Like that's easy. My 2019 game of the year, easy, or my old game of the year, I guess is the term we're using. Um. I uh, I actually recently went back to Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, and, me too. Um, how how'd it go for you though? <laughs> I uh, I think I fucked up. I fucked up because uh, realized I don't know. So I, I I got through the first what like two worlds. I I, I just finished the um, the Toy Story world. That was like, fun. It's like the second or third one. And I realizing I'm fuck I fucked up like because what you fuck up? Well, I I went in thinking like Kingdom Hearts one plus Kingdom Hearts two would equal Kingdom Hearts three. That uh, is very much not the case. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So like I'm having to I'm I'm realizing now that I got to go back and play every single Kingdom Hearts game, which I have them now. But I was like. Um, I finished Kingdom Hearts one. Like I, I just replayed through that, finished it, and I was like, "Okay, you know what? That's a good enough recap. I'll jump back into three. Um, because <laughs> I, I started. I started that. Uh, I started Chain of Memories, and I was like, "Dude, this game sucks. I hate fucking card games like this. I don't want to play this." Uh, so then I was like, "Let me just jump into three. And then no, you can't. Impossible. There's just things that are happening." characters and names and i have no fucking idea what yeah, happening. Dude. Um, that game that game is not nice to newcomers that game wants you to have played all like what six games hold on let me do some math here we got one we got chain of memories uh we got three five eight over two days we got two we have birth by sleep we have recoded we have Dream Drop Distance. God damn, that's seven games. Yeah. <laughs> Need to play. Granted, like two of those games, if you have the collection, they're they got turned into movies. So yeah. you don't have to yeah. sit through a whole game. But still, that's like five games you gotta play through, man. It is not yeah, Kingdom Hearts is not nice to newcomers, dude. It's uh I, I tried replaying it now too. And this is coming from someone who, like, who, I beat it when it came out. Like, when it came out, I played it for a couple weeks, and I finished it. And I never went back to it until recently this year. 
I bought the expansion for it. I'm like, I'll go back and replay it with the expansion. I just, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like that game is now that the the luster of like, oh, how is it going to end? Like now that that's like gone, I don't have a, I don't have a a reason to go back to it. I'm sad to admit. <laughs> So so now I'm like, well, I could I could play through all these games, but let's be honest here. I'm still not going to know what the fuck is going on. No, because uh, the game makes up shit as it goes along. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I was just like play through it. Also, like I I don't think Kingdom Hearts 3 is that great. I mean, it feels like. Um, like we, we all know that game was in like development hell. Um, and it's a game that feels like it was like, it's a game that feels like it came from PS2 or like early PS3. It just looks a lot better. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. And that's the bummer with it is that it doesn't, it's not the jump I was expecting for Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. And there's a lot of parts to it that just feel like unfinished uh, there's there's not a way to say like the game runs fine there's no like huge glitches but there's also like not a lot behind it either it feels really shallow despite all the shit they tried to cram into it it's hard to explain yeah it's like Final Fantasy 15 how it wants to pretend to be bigger than it really is you know what I mean but behind yeah. all the smoke and mirrors, it's not it's not nearly as like big or epic as it thinks it is. I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but yeah, it's that was like a huge bummer for me. I I just played it to get to the end, dude. I've been playing Kingdom Hearts for like how long has that series been around now? Like ten plus years. I just wanted to get to the end already <laughs> and see how it yeah. finished. I already put this much time into it now, we just gotta like finish the fight. Yeah, dude, basically, like, <laughs> and when I got to the end of the game, like, usually, like, I'll go back, I'll try to do some side missions and try to level up my character a bit more. But with Kingdom Hearts 3, I remember, like, when I got to the last part of the game, I was like, okay, let's just do it. And I just marathoned it to the end. I was just relieved it was finally over. Allegedly, there's supposed to be some more games coming out. And but I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm done with Kingdom Hearts for a while, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, they just put out that rhythm game that has, like, expands the story even more. Which is, like, come the fuck on. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> I thought we were past that. Like, why you gotta... That's the thing I hate about Kingdom Hearts. You can't, like... Especially, like, back in the day, man. Because let's say you play through the games in order like I did. You know, you had to play Kingdom Hearts 1 on PS2. Chain of Memories and the Game Boy Advance, that's what it originally came out on. We didn't get re-Chain of Memories till like, two, three years later. Then Kingdom Hearts 2 on PS2. Uh, 358 over two days on the DS. Birth by Sleep on the PSP. That's fucking four systems, dude. <laughs> I gotta buy. So yeah. I can play this fucking game. <laughs> and the game is, like, strict. It, like, it references stuff that happens. I have friends who, like, played one jumped into two and they were like what the fuck is going on like uh it's sad uh, but are, are you gonna finish it though or are you just gonna be like are you giving up on it i'm i'm gonna finish it i you know yeah. I, I thought i was gonna go back and play all those old games which i, I still might but um i think i'm just I mean, gonna... they're not they're not bad like 
Rechain of Memories is kind of rough, but Birth by Sleep's really good. Yeah. That's like probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Which I don't I think play, anything's I top two, finished, I've played and finished Birth by Sleep at least, but so like I, I know that's up, but like there's stuff that happens in between all these games that I'm like, when the fuck who the fuck is this? And why are they calling yeah. this guy by a different name? And I just I, I'm like, when where in the thing does this happen? Like I felt like I played all of the important games, you know? But now I'm realizing <laughs> that oh no, they're all fucking important. Uh so even the mobile game, dude, which like I never played. I never played the fucking mobile game, and like that's important too. Yeah. Like that gets referenced a lot in Birth by in uh three. I, it got so bad that like after I beat it, I was like, okay, I kind of understand what's going on, but what was that thing? And I had to like look up a fucking wiki to like understand the ending I just watched. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll finish it, but I'm not gonna yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another game I played this year, I guess my old game of the year, which is, it's kind of hard to categorize. I played Persona 5 Royal this year, which I know technically it's a new game, but it's just a expanded version of Persona 5. And that came out already like years ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good. Honestly, like if you can get Persona 5 Royal right now, go pick it up. It's the best version of Persona 5. It fixes all the problems I have with Persona 5. And it adds a lot of story elements, and it's not, like, at the end is when you get all the cool new story shit. Like, there's a lot of it at the end, but there's also stuff that's sprinkled out throughout the game, so the whole game feels different. Like, that's definitely worth it. If you like Persona 5, you will love Persona 5 Royal. I still got my fingers crossed for a PC release on that. Ah, Dude, I've been waiting for a PC release on that forever, or, like, a Switch release or something. Um, I doubt it's going to happen anytime soon, but I, I'm fingers are crossed. Um, on that note, what else? Dragon Quest Eleven S came out this year too for PS4 and Xbox. That's phenomenal. If you slept on Dragon Quest Eleven, go play the definitive edition. It's good. Free on Game Pass if you have Game Pass for PC and Xbox. So go check that out. Um, that one's a solid game. Uh, really old school JRPG. Uh, what else did I play? Yeah, there's um, nothing else I played this year that's really worth talking about. At least something that was older. Yeah, earlier uh, earlier 2020, I went back and played Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC. Um, which uh, a lot of people was like a love-hate thing with that game. Like they either um, just don't like the pacing of it. Or some people love the pacing. Uh, some people just like to breed fucking horses or go fishing and shit. Um, but that's a thing you can breed horses in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. You could like, just, you and it actually just... affects their stats, and you could sell the horses and yeah, yeah. Holy but, like, fuck! You have to, I didn't you actually know have that. To go and like, you have to actually go and like into the wild and break the horses first, and then like, yeah, uh, like train them and like make them better and shit, and then you can like um breed them and sell them and shit it's like that's some people play that game and that's all they do um, that is like really cool <laughs> i didn't know it was that deep like there's shit. a lot of there's a lot of simulation shit in this game just like that it's like hunting and skinning um there's like different qualities of pelt depending on how you kill a uh a, an animal 
like there's a there's a ton of shit like that. So when, which is going to come up later, but when you talk about cyberpunk and you're talking about like immersiveness, that game doesn't even come fucking anywhere near as close to immersion levels as Red Dead Redemption Two. Shit, um, I gotta pick that game up now. Damn, I, I bought it for my my father-in-law, and he likes it. He just he can't play games like he used to, so he's having a hard time with it. But he yeah. likes it. But I didn't even know all that shit was in the game. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then like just like the story and the characters are absolutely phenomenal. I mean. Uh, I've been waiting for that PC release for such a long time. And then it came out and it was still 60 bucks. And I was like, okay, I don't want to pay 60 bucks for this. <laughs> so like, I, I finally, they, it finally caught a, a sale. It was like 40, which I was like, okay, this is probably as low as it's going to get for a couple years still. So I jumped on it and yeah, it's so I finished it. It's, it's super slow, but um, also I think I like, I moved it around because it's like a thousand gigs and, uh, I can't fit it on my SSD with like other stuff that was coming out. So I, I, sh- I shifted around, haven't played it in a while, but yeah, I need to get back into it because it's, it's, it's really, it's really good. Yeah. I got to go play it. I'm in the same boat. You are, man. I just, it came out on PC and it's still $60. So I'm, I'm a little hesitant to drop my, uh, to dip my toe in the water there, but yeah. Uh, from what, if you're, what you're telling me is true. That's insane, man. Like, God damn. <laughs> It's just, it's got like so many deep systems of you'll just be walking around and some random shit is happening and you're like, I'm going to go check this out. And then it's just, it's a whole like thing that just, it just feels like it's naturally happening. It's, it's something that, you know, some other games that did come out in 2020 still have not nailed, but, um, yeah, that game was just extremely impressive. So. Uh, well, it's on my wish list now. Um, God, what else have I played? Um, I'm trying to look back at what I what else I played this year, man. Um, recently, I got into Sekiro. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh, um, how's that? Play a little bit of that. Uh, that game is incredible. That is a that is a Souls game that encourages you get up in that ass, and those are the ones I like. Uh, <laughs> The Bloodborns type shit. Uh, that's what I like. So um, I really like that game. It's very, it's uh, very difficult. I, I wish there were more feedback on that. It's very parry based. It wants you to parry fucking everything. Um, and there's not. I, I wish there was a bit more feedback on if you were doing it correctly. Because um, you'll 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 hit the parry button, but you you won't you won't fully know if you've like did a perfect parry or if you're like fucking it up. Um, that's like pretty much my only feedback on that. Um, you just Grumble reminded me if you're talking about souls likes. Oh, what's up, man? Grumble said, why no secular streams? And I've been, I've been streaming it. Um, <laughs> recently, but I have been streaming it. Check, check the YouTube. It's on there. Uh, GameRush.com slash YouTube. But, yeah. Um, one thing, and that you reminded me of it when you are talking about uh, Souls-like, I, I did play um, Jedi Fallen Order. 
and that's that's a good one too. Like that's, I, it's like a mix between like Dark Souls combat, but a lot faster, mixed with like Uncharted with some Metroidvania elements, and it's it's all wrapped up in a Star Wars package. Like I'm into it, dude. <laughs> Is that I like a, to think um, that I'm, yeah. Is that a get up in that ass game or? It is a very get up in that ass game. All right, all right. Like it's really quick. Um, it, it focuses more. It's a combination of like dodges, but parries are much more effective. So you want to do that. Like the more offensive abilities are more useful. Like there's uh, you can fight these like these these uh walkers. I'm not gonna say the names. You're not gonna know what it is, but. <laughs> Those, uh, you know, the walkers that are popular in Star Wars. Um, and there's this bit where they're shooting, like, grenades at you. And, yeah, you can dodge out of the way of the grenades. Or if you time it right, you can pick them up and throw them back at it. <laughs> the walkers. You're and, talking about the, okay, you're talking about the, um, okay, here's, here's, okay, here's, here's a question for you. Is it, yeah. you're talking about the AT-ATs? Do you call them? Do you call them ATATs? Or do you call them at ats? I am not talking about the ATATs. Okay, okay. Uh, but I call them ATATs. <laughs> okay. I whenever I hear at at, I like cringe a little. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's right, but I I wouldn't call them that. It seems like a weird thing to call them. But okay, so it's not those. Okay, well then that I would I I wouldn't know what you're talking about then. Um, I I don't know how to explain it. They're the uh, I think they're called the Scout Walkers. Um, God damn it, I don't know how to. No, that's how fine. to explain that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna bother. Like, it's not not the biggest deal. The point is that the game like encourages more aggressive play, and I like that. Like, there's this enemy that uh, it's like this big toad thing. And you can dodge out of the way when it sticks its when it like lashes its tongue at you, or if you time it right, you can parry it and cut its fucking tongue off, so it can't do it anymore for the rest of the fight. Like the options are there if you want to play defensively, but if you're an aggressive player like I am, the game rewards you for that. But it also punishes you if you fuck it up. So it's good, dude. It's good. And as a Star Wars fan, like it, it, it checked all of those boxes for me. It's dope, man. It's dope. Nice. Uh, that's definitely on my list. It comes from a recommendation from me. I think it's still on sale. Uh, it's on sale on Steam for like 20 bucks right now, so go pick it up. It's definitely worth it, man. Um, uh, yes, Grumble, the ones the Ewok stole. The ones the Ewok stole. Yeah, in episode five. I think they're just called Walkers. Hold up. Oh, God, you're going to make me fucking look this up now. <laughs> Um, 20, 2019 game that, uh, well, okay. There's, so there's two of them. Okay. So like, okay. So there's this game that I talk about all the time. Uh, you know, I, I cite it as, uh, one of the greatest games ever made from 2019. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to bring up that there is a sale going on right now on steam and this particular game is 40% off. It's only $15 now, which is the lowest price it's ever been. 
That is a historical low price for Outer Wilds right now. Outer Wilds, $15 on Steam. If you've not played this game, you're fucking up because it is, in my opinion, one of the greatest games ever made. My, <laughs> the my favorite game of all time, number one. Uh, That's really over Metal Gear Solid 3. Yes. And look, I, that game has only placed that in Ocarina of Time, two of the greatest games of all time. Uh, those were trumped by this game once I finished it. Like it's, <laughs> it's, I, even before I finished it, like while I was playing it, I was like, no, okay, this is like something special. Like this is, this is worlds better than fucking anything. I mean, um, $15 right now. Now look, maybe you don't, maybe it doesn't hit you as much as it hit me. But this game fucking hit me, fucked me up for months. It was all I could think about. Um, <laughs> it's fifteen dollars on Steam right now. Outer Wilds, not the Outer Worlds. That game is fucking trash. Um, oh, Outer Wilds. Trash. It's but... trash, man. I went back and actually tried to play that again like a week ago, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like, I say, I, I take it back, it is, I played Outer War, Outer Worlds for a little bit, when it was on, it's still on Game Pass, so I played it a bit, I got uh, about 10 hours into it, and I thought, this isn't bad, I don't know why people are shitting on it, and then I recently, in the last, like, couple weeks, when I got my new computer, I went and picked up New Vegas, the one that everyone's comparing it to. Yeah. And holy shit. Like, it's... I can see why people were upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it now. I don't think Outer Worlds is that is that bad. I will say Outer Worlds is better than Fallout 4, in my opinion. But it doesn't hold a candle to, like, what New Vegas is doing. And I can see why people were upset with it. The thing, the main um, thing for me was the lack of, it just doesn't have the scale. It doesn't have the scale of any of those Bethesda games, um, which is like what I like about those games is like, you could just fucking go anywhere and pick anything up and like, just, it's like, I don't know. I don't like that. There's no, um, there's no repercussions for what you do. Like, let me give you an example. I was playing New Vegas, and the very first mission, you know, you're in that town, and some dude from this gang is, like, fucking with the town because uh, some guy that, like, crossed them is hiding out there. And so you have a choice. You can help that dude and, like, take out the guy he's trying to look for, or you can help the town hold him and his gang back because they want this guy dead. Um, if you hold the gang back, the dude and his gang are, like, pissed at you. And when you meet them later in the game, they're still mad and they bring up the fact that you killed one of their guys. And in Outer Worlds, when you cross one of the uh when you cross one of the uh the bit the uh the corporations, they're just kinda like, Oh, that wasn't cool. You don't get a discount at our shop anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just kinda sitting here like, what? Like where's the like, like, where's the consequence to my actions? You know what I mean? Like, I want, like, if you're going to make a smaller game, that's fine. 
but make like the interactions and choices matter more. And I don't feel like they matter enough to justify how small the game is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the thing. Cause you could take any, anytime you had a choice in that game, you could take it like all the way. Um, you could take it down both sides, like all the way until yeah. you actually had to make the choice. And then you can be like, you know, it, it lets you play both sides of the field a, a little too much. Yeah, I agree. Um, but New Vegas from the beginning, it's like, dude, make your choice. Like, who do you want to help? What do you want to do? What kind of guy do you want to be? And uh, I don't feel like I'm getting that from Outer Worlds, which is a bummer because, like, I thought by making the game smaller, they can cram more, like, choices into it. You know what I mean? But they, they didn't. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a good choice and a bad choice, I feel like in that game and they, they do that a little too much where there's like an obvious good guy, obvious bad guy. And even that doesn't affect you too much once you make that choice. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. So yeah. Outer, <laughs> outer wilds, 15 bucks. If you have not, if you, if you've not played it, you're fucking up. So it's on my list, man. I'll pick it up probably after this podcast. <laughs> like right we'll now. See how I feel. <laughs> God damn it, fine. I guarantee you, man. I mean, okay, I can't guarantee. But <laughs> I, cannot, I can't guarantee anything, man. But I'm telling you, the, I, the only issue I have with this game is that I will never forget it. Because <laughs> you want to forget it so, because you can't have the same experience. Once you know the game, you can never have the same experience with it. And that's, that's the most sad thing about it. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's on sale. And my other favorite game, uh, DJ Max Respect, my favorite uh, rhythm game of all time, is also on sale. It's sixty five percent off, which um, you know, a lot of people think this game's really expensive. Sixty five percent off right now. It's another. This is the lowest this game's ever been on Steam. Uh, it's seventeen dollars, eighteen dollars right now on Steam. So. If you like rhythm games, uh, this is the absolute best one, in my opinion. So, it's well, I already bought Outer Wilds, so <laughs> nice. You should get them both. I bought it. I'm downloading it. Yes, I bought it. it. I'm downloading it. I will play it later tonight or tomorrow. I'm you, you are going to be dying when you play it. You will be dying to talk about it, and I'm not going <laughs> to tell you shit. Um, I'm just saying. Stay tuned for the inevitable Outer Wilds podcast. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So, all right, I bought it. All right, I bought it. I'm downloading it. There. Um. Uh, Grummel says he's uh, looking forward to the uh, New Vegas remake in the Fallout Four engine. Uh, me too, man. Like, I, I I played. I'm recently playing through New Vegas the first time, and I'm digging it. I really like how the game is. Um, the game really does give you like a million options to go about every mission. Um, and if they can do the same thing with Fallout 4, I just hope they take the best of both worlds. You know, that they take the gameplay from Fallout 4, uh, but the open-endedness that you have in New Vegas. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far they're into that. Are they almost done or is there still like, no, or is there still like a ton of that to do? 
there's still I think a lot to that. Um, they're re-recording all the voice lines as well. So, oh, are they? I didn't know they were doing that. I thought they were using yeah. all the original voice lines. No, they can't use anything. Bethesda won't let them use anything, so they have to remake everything from scratch, including what? Voices, so. That's crazy. I didn't know that. But they put out some they put out some some stuff to to show it off and they're like nailing it especially with the voice um uh there's a part where you meet a guy um who won the lottery if Grumble knows what I'm talking about with this. You, you, yeah, the I, that's the part I'm talking about. Yeah, and there's a part where one of his voice lines when when you say bye to him like he's super excited and when you say bye to him he's like see ya. And they, they, they like nailed that part of it where it's like, like that particular voice line doesn't match anything he says prior to that. Like the energy he has prior to that, his, his goodbye line doesn't match at all. And they nailed the way that it didn't match. <laughs> like, like that's how far they're going with it. Like it's, it's, really, it's, it's, it's funny really you bring that up because like, that's the part I was talking about when I was saying like, because, you know, you meet him, and then you meet his buddy who got second place in the lottery. Yeah. And they fucked him up and broke his legs. Yeah. And when you meet him, if you, like, fought back against his gang in the start of the game, he's, like, cussing you out. He's like, oh, what the fuck, man? It wasn't enough that you killed my buddy, and you're going to come back after me. What's your fucking boner for me, man? <laughs> and he's like pissed off. I don't know if he's supposed to be mad the whole time, but he keeps like making references like I killed his buddies. Yeah. Yeah. New oh, this is really cool. Game. I'm watching um, this, yeah. I'm excited now. Um to round out some of the um our games. That was all I played, but there is some old stuff on Steam right now. It's on sale, so Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna talk about Death Stranding here a little bit because look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Death Stranding is a good game, okay? But it is a experience ladies and gentlemen. It's it's an experience that um let's just say innovative, okay? It's an unforgettable experience. Um it's half off on Steam right now, 30 bucks. If you want something that you'll never forget, um, something incredibly unique. Death Stranding's on sale right now. Um, Among Us. Since this is not a 2020 game, um, I want to talk about Among Us here for a little bit. I have yet to play Among Us. Like my whole family is like obsessed with it. Everyone I know is talking about it. I'm like the only one who hasn't played it yet. <laughs> it's um, it's good. Yeah. Um. Oh, Grumble has a uh. A recommendation, or I guess a negative recommendation. Terminator Resistance. Oh, he says I really do not recommend Terminator Resistance. <laughs> um, Since Grumble, I we, saw we, you have a wish list. He says on my wish. Okay, let's let's talk about the wish list for a second because um, I have six hundred and ninety three games on my wish list, and um, the thing about my wish list is 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 that it's not like a my my wish list isn't a game is is not a list of games that I wish to have. It's more like, hey, remind myself to check that out later. In, yeah, remind myself to check. It's it's more like a reminder list of like, hey, this is a thing. I should probably check it out. Um, 
there's I have bad games on here. I have free games on here. Like I have free to play games on here. Like um they're not necessarily games that I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait to check this out. It's just uh I just want to remind myself that this exists. Like Deep Space Wife. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh, what? You know, uh, <laughs> uh That's uh, a thing. What is this? <laughs> Um, is it a porn game? I think so. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just my, my wish list is not, I, I don't, I don't, it's, it's because he, he went and like bought me, uh, um, he gifted me Doom Eternal and it was on my wish list, but I already have it on, uh, Bethesda. <laughs> oh, so, I was like, "Oh, yeah, thanks for the gift, but uh, I already have this. I just, I just have it <laughs> on there because I don't know. Some, sometimes I buy games twice just to have it on Steam. Is also that's also a thing I do. Like if it's cheap enough, I'll get it on Steam. But that's just that's that's what's on my wish list. All right, it's it's there's a lot of stuff in there that that I just there's just reminders to me." <laughs> Oh, there you go, everybody. If you want to buy a game for Wasabi, just ask him, hey, what games do you wish you have since your wish list doesn't fucking do that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I got my Amazon wish list. It's all like... (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway. I love it. uh, Anyway. Yeah, Among Us. um, You know, this game kind of um, hit the world, but it came out in 2018. And... uh, I for some reason blew up in 2020 because uh, you know a lot of streamers just people started streaming it and um, it's very um, it's a very good game now I will say it's not my favorite version of this kind of game uh, there's another game called Split or Steel that I think um, does this uh, better it's kind of it's different but the same in a lot of ways like uh, Among Us is more like a multiplayer, um, uh, stealth kind of kind of game, whereas um, Split or Steel is more of a one v one, convince the like other player game. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I like the battle of wits there more because Among Us is a lot of like fucking pisses me off a little bit. But <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of people who are like playing together in the same room and then when they get killed they're like oh i just died my, my buddy just died he's playing with me and he tells me this guy's the imposter like yeah you, you really gotta trust uh, you really gotta yeah. trust people to play the game the way it's supposed to be played and yeah um i feel like a lot of people don't don't do that so but uh yeah so among us that's also on sale right now it's um four dollars on steam it's free on mobile so but that's also free on game pass too right or am i wrong on that it is on game pass now i forgot about that uh it is on game pass so which while we're at it if you don't if you don't have game pass yet in the year of our lord 2021 you really should man it's the best thing ever It might still be $1, maybe. I don't know. For three months, you can get it for $1. Um, That includes everything. That includes the streaming, so you can stream with it. 
um, and you get console and uh, PC with that. So that's really um, that's really good. That's all I have to say about the old games. I think. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't really have a lot to say either. On that note, man. Uh, what's game of the year, and why is it Hades? <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Wait, I, first, I want to just go through. <laughs> um, I just want to go through. Wow, you really turned around on Hades, huh? I just want to go through. Dude, I, yeah, dude. Like you convinced me to pick it up, man, and I, I did, and it's it was worth it. It's good. We'll go about time, that later. Last though. time, last time you talked about. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I just want to go okay. through kind of just in order of release. Um just everything that came out that's worth talking about or is just as I, I just want to say a little something about just to um you know just uh just a little recap of 2020 yeah um starting with dragon ball z kakarot <laughs> oh that's uh forgot that came out yeah that came yeah. out and um I gotta say, it is the best <laughs> Dragon Ball Z game that's ever come out. I mean, if you like, look at the competition. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. To be honest here, like every Dragon Ball Z game has sucked uh, badly. Now, look, I used to be a, a good Budokai Budokai Two fan back in my days, but um. Where they like, there's there's so much better. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like Dragon Ball Fighter Z is also really fucking good, but that's like a straight like fighting game. Uh, Kakarot, yeah, is, like a straight. I wouldn't fucking... call it a Dragon Ball Z game. It's a Marvel versus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kakarot is a straight up like RPG. Um, and it takes you through the Dragon Ball entire... RPG. Yeah. It takes you through that entire, entire, entire story. Uh, and it gets, like, deep in the weeds, man. It gets, like, deep. So, um, if you're, like, into Dragon Ball Z at all, um, Kakarot is, like, that game. Like, Kakarot is the one. Uh, I I really like it. Uh, now, it's not, like, perfect. It's not great. It's not amazing. Uh, but it's it's um it's really good. Yeah, and I, I kind of had a feeling that was going to be the case. I saw the way the game played, and I remember thinking, like, that's probably going to be the best Dragon Ball Z game to come out, which doesn't really say a lot, <laughs> but, I mean, maybe it does say a lot, depending on, like, your, if you know the history of Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah. Well, because they've all been the same, like, yeah, all been exactly the same, exactly the same. Um, so it's, it's just good to get one that just does it different and then does it well too. Yeah. Um, you think it's worth picking up right now? I mean, I, I'm looking on a uh, steam and right now it's like $24. You think that's a fair price for what you're getting there? Yeah, that's, that's probably a yeah. good price. Um, you know, again, you got it. You got to be into Dragon Ball Z. It's not going to, if you don't like Dragon Ball Z, it's not going to convince you, but. Yeah, um, it goes like it's it follows that story like very um like very closely 
like even stuff even characters that just make like minor appearances they 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 are represented in this game is is actually really cool so um yeah i i i like it i like it for what it is it's a bad game but it's a good it's the best dragon ball z game <laughs> easily yeah and like that, that's fine man like People who like Dragon Ball Z probably already picked it up, so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dreams came out. Dreams came out this year. Oh, uh, yes. That's one I wanted to play for a while, and then it came out, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I just, I'll pick it up eventually. I never did. Yeah, it's one of those um, uh, Media Molecule makes a yeah. big planet. Um, and I don't know. My thing with Little Big Planet is like I enjoy playing other people's levels, um, but not so much. I'm not so much like on the creative side. Like I don't really go in there and, um, I I don't really make stuff. So, but their their tools are always like really cool that I I do go yeah. in there and at least like try stuff out, and always like make something that's like really dumb, but. Um, dreams is is like they they take it to the next level where it's like it's just full 3D and you can make some incredible stuff. Um, a lot of stuff that I saw come out of there was just fucking like how like how do you even do this? Yeah, there's some crazy stuff in there, man. I've seen like someone redid Cyberpunk, like reimagined if it was like a PS1 game. <laughs> Like, there's uh, just some crazy shit in there I've never seen before. And it's a really fun tool. And I, I'm in the same boat, man. Like, when I was younger, I used to love making stuff when I was younger, but I, I don't have the time to do that anymore. So I just I have more fun playing what other people have put together. And I kind of want to pick it up just for that. Yeah, I had a, I had a yeah. friend who was um, I had a friend who's who's like like deep into making like a real like sci-fi like FPS game. Um, oh yeah, and I'm like, and he he's like super excited. He's he's into like crafting, uh, especially like sci-fi. Like he likes building spaceships and um, space engineers. Um, yeah, Steam, he likes like building spaceships and shit. So. When he like shows me his stuff in dreams, I'm like, dude, this is fucking like crazy. <laughs> he's, he's trying to like make like a Halo type. Like he's trying to have like cinematics and like the original soundtrack and shit like that. I'm like, that's a lot, man. But it shows you like what goes into like actually making um like what goes into actually making a game. Like a lot of people have to like are taking it that seriously. That's really cool, man. I kind of want to give it a try because, like, there's so much you can do with it that I, I just want to play it, you know, just to just to see it, see what I can make with what I, what other people have made. Um, it's not that expensive right now, right? I think it's like twenty bucks now on PlayStation. Yeah, that should be pretty cheap as well. So, I really want to play it. That's another one that's on my list. Maybe when I'm done like playing what I'm playing, I'll go and try that. Um, Call of Duty Warzone. 
Now, I've never played Warzone, but I know it's it's it hit the it hit the world pretty hard when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Um when and it came by surprise as well. They didn't really I think they teased it like a little bit like right before it came out. But Yeah. Um especially since like uh that Black Ops had uh had like a its own like battle royale. Was that war I don't think that was Warzone though. Was that Warzone? I know the the last Black Ops had um had a battle royale mode. And I guess they were testing the water with that. And then Warzone came out, hit everyone by surprise, free to play and yeah. really like cross platform. Um yeah. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not huge into it, but um it's just it's it's great it's surprising that Activision did especially like made it free to play um that's uh that's something you wouldn't expect from them because you know they try to nickel and dime everyone but at the same time you know they i guess they know it's a good business move to at least get people's foot in the door um because it's built on top of the uh the modern warfare so it like it makes you download that full fucking game so it shoves that in your face for free and says oh you can play this uh so but um yeah battle royales man um crazy yeah dude battle royales are getting so much attention like it started out last year but i feel like now with the pandemic people are just really gravitating to them as something to do and pass the time and the fact that most of them are like free to play the barrier for entry is really low too you know yeah like i know people who like don't didn't really get into the battle royale craze but now that again the barrier for entry is so low they're getting into it um, i have cousins who like didn't really play games and now they're all over call of duty and fortnite like <laughs> It's another thing that changed with the gaming landscape. And you know, no, no, if you, if you like battle royale games, or power to you, man. It's not my cup of tea, but if it enjoys, if you enjoy it, gets you to the day, man. Go ahead, have fun. Well, that's the other thing is like battle royale is like it's it's its own genre now, to where you can have very different kinds of battle royale, which we'll talk about. Yeah, later here. But, <laughs> I'm excited uh, to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I still haven't played that, man. It's on my list. You've been telling me to play it forever. I know I'm fucking up, dude. It's on my list. I haven't even played the first one. Like, oh my god, man. Listen, I know. Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. Game of the year. (laughs) Really, really. Game of the year. So when this game came out, um. It what I had problems. It had problems. Yeah. Um. So, I didn't actually get to play it until much, much later. Um. And I'm I'm glad I've, I I'm glad I didn't get completely thrown off by how bad it was in the beginning, because when I went back to it, I I couldn't stop. Like I think it took me like maybe three more sittings, and there were long sittings too, and I finished it um 
and I just enjoyed every second of it, man. Just the visuals, the soundtrack, the gameplay. It just nails everything. Not only does it nail everything, but it's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to a game that was already fantastic. And it does everything better than that first game, um, which is rare for a sequel. Like, it's not often that a sequel comes out in anything, like in, in video games and movies and like music. It's it's rare that the follow up is ever as good as or better than the original, and this one is. It's better in every way than the original, and the original. That is it's a big so, statement, man. Um. Uh, so it's a big on, statement, my dude. It's on Game Pass. It's um, I'm I'm sure it's on sale on Steam right now. But if you have not played this, if you've not played the original. You're fucking up. Let me just let me just say that. With that note, it is it's on my list. I will play it eventually, one day. I promise, I'll play it. And especially since it's on Game Pass, like you know, it's not that it's not that hard for me to go try it. Uh, while we're on the subject, though, man, if we're talking about uh, indie games, fucking Hades. It was Doom Eternal, but I think Hades might take my game of the year, man. Uh, you were right when you told me that uh, the, the combat's fantastic. Uh, I really love just that that twitchy, like, really, uh, it's really, a you can be aggressive or defensive. It's all on how you want to play. Uh, all the weapons are so varied and fun to use. Um, and plus the story, man. Like, the story's so good for Hades. I've never played a roguelike that actually, like, remembers the time I died. And it uses that to, like, bring the story forward. Yeah. Like, I've never played a game like that before. Like, you'll, you'll, like, die and then go back to the beginning and Hades will, like, talk shit to you. Or, like, the person that you killed before is there, like, oh, no hard feelings, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> and every time you go back, you know, time passes, you talk with people, your relationship with them grows. It's it's really good. And the story's just... I don't want to spoil anything, but... Seeing Zagreus's journey to escape the underworld and having to keep doing it over and over again. It feels like a real, like, Greek tragedy. Like, if someone had told me this was based on a real Greek legend, I wouldn't be surprised because the, the storytelling is very similar. Yeah. It's just, and, um, God damn it, it's phenomenal. <laughs> um, that's another game, man. If you, it's, um... Super Giant. I mean, they, they do, they do the, they... It's it's crazy because they knock it out of the park every time. I mean, yeah, I man. Um, I know Pyre. Pyre was their one that was like people were kind of iffy on, but even that game, if you like put, if you like, just go into it like trying to enjoy it, um, you'll you'll see that there's like there's a lot of like deep shit in that game as well. Um, yeah, and the thing is, you have to go into it with the mindset of what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, because they don't—they like, don't make the same. They've never made the same game twice, and that's yeah. the thing. 
like every single one of their games has like a similar aesthetic or a similar feel to it but they play completely differently um like transistor is more of like a real-time strategy game yeah than it is um then it is like a straight like action rpg um but it looks like an action rpg especially mm-hmm. coming after bastion which was an action rpg it's it's but they look very similar um you know hades looks like those two games but it's completely fucking different um it's uh it's it's really impressive what what they can do with uh with the same kind of look and art style but just completely transform it to something else something unique um yeah dude they fucking they knock out of the park man again like you said everything they do is just they put they, they, they start a game up with like an idea in mind and they accomplish it. Uh, I was going like, I, in order of uh, release here. Oh shit. Sorry. Well, that's all right. That's all right. Cause we can, we can jump to that. But, um, I put it up, I put, I pasted the, uh, in the chat there, I pasted the, the Wikipedia game releases, uh, thing. So if there's anything I miss, you can just follow along. If there's anything I skip over, and anyone feels like needs to be mentioned, uh, they can, you can you can just just shout it out, and you know because we didn't play everything, didn't yeah. play everything, but I I played uh, fucking uh, a lot of shit, so um, so I'll, I'll try to talk about at least a little bit everything I played like uh like Bless Unleashed, which uh, is the third attempt <laughs> of this of this game to uh oh you're telling me about that yeah this like mmo that's not good but they keep trying to make it a thing (laughs) yeah korean korean mmo launched on pc twice and got removed twice and is now on consoles and uh i played it on ps4 it's uh you know none it's not nothing that Nothing to talk home about. Like nothing, nothing special about it. Um, it's an MMO. It 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 feels <laughs> like it 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 has very antiquated systems. I feel like the MMO genre has gone, has like kind of transformed in the past. Like I don't know, five or six years. Whereas um, this feels way like it feels like classic WoW. If that's what you're into, I don't know, a lot of people still prefer that kind of kind of stuff, but. Um, it just it's super antiquated. I I just don't. Um, it's just not the kind of MMO that I'm looking to play anymore. So, um, you know, there was someone, you know, part of our community that was very excited about it. Had me play it during our uh, extra life marathon, and like we put some put a good amount of time into it too. So, um, but yeah, wasn't uh wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it. So. Um, Doom Eternal. What else you got? Doom Eternal. Uh, yes, yes, dude. Yes, dude. I. It's no secret, man, that I love Doom Eternal. That was my game of the year up until Hades came out. Um, that is one that I thought was a f- another fantastic game. Um, I know it had a lot of criticisms with 
some of the changes it made compared to Doom 2016. Um, it threw a lot of stuff at you, but to me, man, that's just part of the appeal. The game has uh, specific tools that it wants you to use in specific situations, and you got to adapt or die. And I love that about the game. Like, no two fights ever feel the same. I'm constantly swapping between weapons. I'm tossing grenades, tossing, like chopping dudes up with my chainsaw. Um, I'm beating guys up. I'm one minute I'm shooting out the shotgun, and I'm taking out an assault rifle and shooting them in the forehead. Then I'm taking out another shotgun to hook claw over to them like fucking scorpion. It's oh, it's so good. And you, you but like that part of it? I do, I, I do. I fucking hated. Uh, yeah, I, I want to go so far as to say I hated, but I just thought I just thought it was too much. I just thought it was too yeah. much, man. Like, um, every time they added another thing, I'm like, okay, here's another key I have to memorize. The here's another thing I have to fumble with when when I'm trying to like when I'm in the heat of it, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck was the flamethrower? Or what the fuck is a chainsaw? Oh, what the fuck was the grenade or what, you know, it's, it's, just, it was a lot to me. It was just way too much. Whereas like, I feel like the, the, the first doom, uh, just had a good balance of that stuff where it was just like, you, 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 you always had, you only, you only had what you needed and that was it. But I see, it, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge that by saying, you had what you needed, but with that game, it was really easy to, like, find one, maybe two weapons and just stick with that through the whole game. Well, because you still Whereas, had ammo. You, you still had ammo to worry yeah. about. So, like, you would run out of ammo and you would have to, like, switch to another weapon. Um, and, you know, I felt like that was enough. But, you know, and, but you still had reason to use, like, the, the chainsaw. Um, it was like, it was pretty much three things. You had, you had your gun, you had your chainsaw, and then you had the, the melee, the, the glory kills. Um, and I, I felt like that was a good balance because you had a reason you had, you had the balance between, okay, if I do this, I'll get ammo. If I do this, I'll get health. And if I do this, I'll get, um, shield or whatever the fuck it was. And like, that was a good, like trifecta to have. Um, I feel like with eternal, it's just now you have like 12 other things you can use. Or oh, I got the fucking, uh, I got grenades. I got the flamethrower. I got the, like, it's just, it, they added so much. I, I felt like it was just like, like what? Like I, it just, it felt like too much. I felt like I was just fumbling with everything. Um, I don't know. And then, um, I don't know. On top of it for me, it was, uh, I, it just didn't nail the it didn't nail the beats that uh, the original had where um, I don't know like I felt like the story I didn't really care about um, soundtrack's phenomenal still <laughs> but um, it just had like too many cutscenes and dialogue and shots that I was like oh this is not really what I care about in Doom man I just like want to just run around and shoot shit not like have someone talk and, at me. And I'll, I'll challenge that too by saying like all that stuff's like skippable. If you don't want to watch cutscenes and just rip and tear, you can skip them and just do that. Sure, but, but if you're going to skip it, then it shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, 
Well, that's what I like about it, that it does add more to the story. Um, It's cool seeing Doom Guy's, like, past and his history with Hell and those demons. It's it's really cool, dude. Like, there's some scenes in there where, like, my jaw, like, dropped. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's some bits in there, like, caught me off guard. Um... I thought the gameplay was fine. Like it was more to memorize and more to pay attention to, but I feel like that created a more dynamic combat experience too. So I don't mind it that much. I get it's not for everybody because the game really does force you to like adapt or die. Like you need to use everything the game gives you or also get your ass kicked. And a lot of people couldn't, can get past. I'm not going to blame them for it. Like, I feel like with Doom Eternal, its software made a game that not everyone's going to like, but a lot of people are going to love. And I'm in that camp of love it. Yeah. And I, look, I do love that game. Because um, like when you, when, you get in, when you get in the zone, man, you get in the fucking Dude, zone. Yes. It just fucking feels like. Yes. You just, Dude, like, the zen state is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean that that like every every negative thing I, I say about it it doesn't it's not to its like ultimate detriment like it's still a fucking amazing phenomenal fucking game um, yeah so that's I mean like all that said it's still fucking when 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 you're in it you're fucking in it and that's that's what matters to me. Um, yeah, dude, and th- that's what I love about it. I think, like that again, that Zen state you get from it is is what I like. Like that's 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 what gets me off on that game, dude. Is when you get in that zone, you know, everything slows down, the rest of the world melts away. It's just you ripping and tearing like that shit. It feels good, man. It feels good. <laughs> I can't remember the last time like a game like absorbed me so much like that. And like I'm replaying it again to see if I still feel the same. And I, I definitely do. Like I still feel the same about that game. Yeah. And uh Ugh. Animal Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh my wife likes it. I bought it for her. Uh she still played it. She just played it last night. She still likes it. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but I'm not exactly the uh, Animal Crossing audience here, you know. Yeah. Um. And you know, I didn't play it at all, so I don't really have anything to say now. From what I know about the game, um, it could have been. From what I know, it could have been better. Um. There's there's a lot of things that seems like they didn't take all the way, or they just Ninten- they just went to Nintendo with it. It just didn't yeah. open things up in the way that you feel like they should be opened up, like the um, custom designs and and um, the way you gotta like visit your friends and the way like the whole like co-op system works and shit like that. Like um, it's just too Nintendo. Uh, and that yeah, gets in the way that's of, one thing that bugged me with it. Like I I wanted to play it, but because my wife and I can't have our own islands, like if I since she was the first one to play it. It's her island. Yeah. I'm just like living on it. So I can't. How can I word it? Anything she's picked has already been picked. Anything that 
anything she's farmed has already been farmed. I'm just kind of there. I feel like I'm a guest who lives there. Yeah. And that that's one thing I didn't like about it. Because I, I asked her, like, is this how the other games worked? And she was like, no, you can have, like, your own little town and your friends can come visit. And if you share the same screen, you can visit each other's town. And it seems like they locked it per system to push more of the online aspect of it. Which yeah. sucks. Like, I'm not about to fucking buy a new Switch so my wife and I can play Animal Crossing the way the earlier games let you play it. That's ridiculous. But, you know, the thing about that game is, like, it was very much a case of, like, right place, right time. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of people's comfort game, especially, you know, in the dire situations of, of 2020. Um, that was a that was a comforting game for a lot of people, so. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I, I knew that game was going to be big. You know, it's Animal Crossing. You know, I knew that was going to have a pretty big release, but it really did come out right place, right time. Uh, people were looking for social interaction and a sense of normalcy, and Animal Crossing definitely replicated that to an extent. You know, I, I know a lot of people have admitted to me, I've talked to them, that it was their reason to get up in the morning. You know, other than to go to work, they would get up in the morning, like pick their crops or like talk to people around the town. So good on them. You know, I'm not going to shit on Animal Crossing. I know a lot of people like to shit on it. Like, oh, is that a real video game? But, dude, if it makes people happy, who cares? You know, it's a fun game, and I think it deserves all the attention it's getting. Yeah. Um, Bleeding Edge. <laughs> I forgot that came out this year. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think a lot of people forgot about this game. Um. I played it a little bit. This is one of those games where I'm like, you know, there's there's something here. They didn't exactly nail it out the gate, but if they stick with it, maybe they can do, maybe they can turn it into something. Um, it's a uh, MOBA from Ninja Theory. Uh, you know, guys that gave us Hellblade. And um, it's uh, very unremarkable. It's... Um, <laughs> It's it's uh re- really melee based mostly, and um, it's it's a lot of um team focus. Like you really got to play as a team in this one, and um, you know that's kind of hard for people to do. Uh, on like console when they're not like communicating and shit like that. Um, so what you find is the people who play the game that are sticking together, sticking with their team fucking annihilate and the people who are not yeah. who are trying to not you know who don't know what they're doing and try to go solo at it get annihilated <laughs> like and that's the game that's pretty much what it is if your team sticks together you win if you don't you lose and i don't know i haven't looked into this game at all since it came out but um i don't know if they've kind of tried to change anything about that I know that they were using this game. Microsoft is using this game as like an AI kind of. Um, they're developing some new AI uh, stuff to to help out with how AI works in video games, and they're using this as like since it's such a team based game. Um, they're they're trying to code AI that's good at working as a team. Um, and that's a real positive thing, I think. If you can, yeah. 
um, you know, make game AI better. Um, that that that'll go a long way for like making making things feel more realistic. Um, people talk about the AI and like fear still. Um, it's it's funny you say that because like they're not doing anything like too. I have like a whole theory on this. I don't know if you have time to go into it, but they're not really doing anything that's too out of the ordinary. You know, like yeah, it's advanced for the time, but a big part of it too is that the AI had this like. How can I word it without sounding like a jackass? Um, <laughs> the AI had a lot of pre-scripted like dialogue. So, you know, it, it created this illusion that it was smarter than it was when the AI was like, oh, he's behind the desk. He's behind the... He's above us over the railing, you know? Like, the whole game took place indoors, so there's only a finite things they can say. Yeah. So that's kind of what created this illusion that it was smarter than it was, because you're like, oh, they're working together, when really it's just, it's not that hard to program it in to just say these pre-written dialogues. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've met an AI that once I figured out how it worked, you know, that really impressed me. Also, let's be honest, too, again, with fear, the levels are small, self-contained, so there's not a lot for the AI to get lost on or trapped in. It's still good, don't get me wrong, it's a great experience, but you put that shit into something like Fallout, you know, or Mass Effect, a bigger game, I don't think the AI is going to work as well as everyone remembers it when you yeah. put into something bigger. So good on Microsoft for putting out something like that. Like, I'd love to see, like, smarter AI in video games, you know, something that can be on par playing with a person. Um, I think the closest I've seen to something like that and I think it counts as a uh, Killer Instinct's uh, Shadow Player system. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. It, it, you train it based on how you play, and then you can set it, send it to other people. Yeah, I've I, I played around with some of Killer Instinct Shadows, like other people's shadows before, and I, I was impressed with how well it was doing. Um, I was able to train my own shadow and play against it. And I was able to see like my own like weaknesses and it's not perfect. You know, I'm not playing myself, but it's, it's as close as I can get to sparring with myself and seeing like my own tells, my own weaknesses, my own hab like my own habits that I stick with. I was, I was pretty impressed with it. Like that, that's something I would love to see and uh, adapted for a bigger games, like first person shooters or puzzle games. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a little off topic there, but. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's what we're here for. Yeah, man. Um, Tell us in, in the, the comments, like, what AI impressed you. Um, <laughs> there's a game coming up that has very good AI. So. Oh yeah. That, but. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Here's a game that has very bad AI. Um, <laughs> And um, it sucks because you don't really... Uh, well, okay. Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, look, you're not going to please everyone with this. With, th with this, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. there's people who have expectations of, well, I want it to be the old game. And there's people who are coming in new who want it to be something completely different. Um, so what they did was they straddled the line in between and said, okay, we're going to make it like half action 
half RPG turn-based shit, and I don't think it works in any way. Um, no, no, not at all. Um, I've only I've only played the demo, but from what I've been told, like the gameplay wasn't tweaked too much in the demo. It's it's leaning too hard in both ways without committing to something. It doesn't give me enough battlefield control to justify its like slowing down time, issuing commands, like command system. But I also can't cancel out of an attack into a dodge. So that doesn't justify the action system either. Yeah. Like, it feels like a sloppy, like, how can I word it? A sloppy compromise of two systems that don't work together. Yeah. And Which is that... funny because, like, Transistor, you can argue, is very similar. And I think Transistor nailed it with trying to do this, like, half action, half strategy turn based yeah. system. But also in Transistor, you don't have to, like, worry about other party members. That's true. Um, like, that's the thing about this game is that when you're not in control of the other characters, they're doing their own shit. And they're often not doing the shit that you want them to do. Yeah. Like Barrett for the fuck of me. For fuck's sake, Barrett. <laughs> like do your goddamn job. You're the only asshole with a cannon on his arm. Take out the ranged assholes. Uh, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> um so I don't like if if I, I if you give me a, a game that's real time I don't want to. Ca- I don't want to have to juggle between multiple characters, and um, if I if I am going to juggle between multiple characters, then I want everything to stop completely. I want to choose my moves, and then I want the the actions to happen. But um, that's not what this game does. Like it, position matters a lot because it's like a three D field, so you have to position yourself appropriately. But once you take control of a different character, um, the AI takes control and then they'll fucking reposition themselves. It's it's um <laughs> the, the combat is like my biggest gripe with this fucking game. Um I know, man. Like you're you're not the only one to complain about it. I've heard a lot of complaints about it. I fucking like, have some complaints about it. It's actually my only gripe with this game. Like I feel like if the combat system was good, um this would be like um, much higher placed. Like that's the only thing holding it back for me is the combat system. Everything else in this game is absolutely well. Almost everything else. Um, graphically, they paid. They put the attention where they wanted it to go. So if you like look at any like a fence or like walls and doors and shit, um, t- the texture work is bad. It's bad. Uh, oh yeah it's, like it's a good looking game until you start like looking at it um like they they put a lot of attention in the main characters and the effects there's a lot of effects that kind of mask how bad everything else looks but um it's it's not like it's not that bad once you start looking at it you're like oh man like they'll zoom in on a fence and you're like oh my god that's looks so bad <laughs> um but everything like the story is phenomenal, man. The characters, like they put so much attention into characters that didn't have any attention to them in the original, um, to really just give things a lot more meaning, a lot more feel to them. Um, 
and a lot, I added a lot more context where there wasn't any in the original. Um, they mm-hmm. turned a they turned a six seven eight hour section of the original game into a fucking seventy hour experience, um, which is fucking incredible. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I went so back what's played- your opinion on that? Because you're saying it's incredible, but a lot of people felt like oh they just padded the game out. Like, do you do, are you in team like it feels padded, or are you in team that it adds more to the game? Um, there's padding, but it's meaningful though. In yeah. my opinion, I don't know. Like, yeah, like it's what's world building and yeah. Well, because if you go back to that original, if you go back to the original, um, you 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 play it and you're like, man, there's you feel like there's a lot of missing context in the original. Um, and there is like, there's, there's just a lot of shit that happens in that game. And you're like, okay, wait, why are we doing this? Why is this happening? What's the state of the world right now? Like what's, mm-hmm. you, you have no idea, but they fill in so many, bl- so many blanks are filled in, um, in that game. Like you don't, you play the original, you don't understand that there's a, there's a war going on outside of, outside of Min- Midgar there's a war going on where you don't get that at all in the original. Whereas in, whereas in the remake, no, that's, that's one of the main points of contention is there's a war going on and this is what Shinra's doing. And this is what Wu is doing. And this is where all the, this is where all the pieces fit in. Um, it just, the, the context is, is, is needed there. And, um, I think it does a really good job of explaining that stuff. Um, like soundtrack phenomenal uh probably my favorite soundtrack uh this year um, ooh that's it's a big statement my man <laughs> they they take all that music and not only remaster it and like redo it but they remix it um so like yeah you're they, talking about that they they turn it they turn everything into different genres so like th- there's like a jazz version of this song and then there's an EDM version of this song and there's a metal version of this song and a hip hop version of this song and they they mix it into the gameplay so well um that like it it, it just fits so well it's it's it's, it's really cool I, I really enjoy it so like it, it pleases people who know that soundtrack um who know the original soundtrack and if you're like new to it it all sounds like refreshing and it fits um it's um it's one of my favorite games this year. Um, even though the combat system fucking sucks. I hope they I hope they completely redo that um for the next game or the next part of it, whenever the fuck that is. Um they take the story in places that you you they 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 do some stuff with the story that's like, okay, well I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh <laughs> Um, so, and yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes and what they do with it in the next, uh, 20 years. So, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. I'm excited to see what they do with it too. Like this, from what I've read about it, this, this game has, uh, I kind of word it. This game has done such a good job. Like just being like a teaser of what's going to happen next that I, I can't wait to see what happens next, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah, with, with what they did with the story there at the end, 
they can fucking do anything. So yeah, um, that's it's exciting to see. So all right on. That was the Final Fantasy Seven hour. <laughs> yeah, I thought we we got yeah. through that pretty quick. I don't know how long we were talking about that, but I thought that was pretty quick. Um, Fantasy Star Online Two. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you don't know, Fantasy Star Online, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Fantasy Star Online Two came out in Japan like I don't know a decade ago and I've been playing it since then uh, it finally came out in the US this uh, 2020 and um, I gotta say man I, I have not been playing it as much as it's here's the thing okay I've been playing that Japanese version for years alright and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's a good game uh, because that game's like 10 years old so Back then, back then it was fantastic. Back then it was great. But this is that game though, from like a decade ago, and it just doesn't. It's an old fucking. It's an old game, man. It's an old game that they yeah. released in 2020, as if it was new. Um, now look, it's a free to play game, so I I still hold the opinion that it is the best free to play. Uh, pseudo MMO. It's not really an MMO, but it's the best free-to-play game um, that you can play um, in terms of like how much customization they allow you, just how much like content there is. Every like month, they're doing like a new like seasonal uh, event that's going on. Every time you log into that game, there's something new oh, going yeah? on. Some new outfits and costumes. Um, people call it Fashion Star Online. Because there's just <laughs> no two characters look the same ever in that game. Like everyone looks completely unique, and that's what I like about it is um, the the customization is just is unparalleled in anything. Um, and to 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 do all that free to play is just um, it's just it's it's impressive to me. So um, that's why I put so many hours into it. I have like I don't know eight hundred something hours in the Japanese version. Not so much in the U.S. version because, like, I don't know, I've already done it all. Um, they're, they're Sega's making a new Genesis, uh, so uh, Fantasy Star Online Two New Genesis or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Um, I heard about that. Yeah, it's a completely it's a complete overhaul. It's what they should have done to this game instead of releasing it uh, as it is now. They should have just waited a year and said New Genesis. Um, your fingers, <laughs> your fingers can move. Um, that's how old this game is. Your fingers are stuck together like Vice City. Um, oh um, shit! Uh, I was trying to figure out what you meant by that. I'm like, what? Like your hands are positioned in the same place the whole time? Is that how you how you don't play games? <laughs> and when you brought yeah. up Vice City, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. that's how big that's, that, this. That's, that's how big this some is. Jank. <laughs> that's some jank dude <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, I'm excited for that but yeah PSO2 now I can tell you it's a good game but it's um, I I like it I like it so uh, Streets of Rage 4 that's that's one I liked 
great. That's uh, one uh, I played. Yeah, I played through it um, in, uh, in co-op. And boy, that game fucking... It starts off like, you know, starts off pretty simple, but then it, it quickly ramps up in difficulty. Um, oh, yeah. The point where I was getting like, I was getting a little pissed off. I was like, okay, this is fucked up. Uh, yeah, that game gets way harder than it has any right to be. <laughs> and it's literally just, were you playing as, um, God damn it, what's his name? Blonde guy. Were you playing as, uh, no, I was, um, I started out as Cherry, who's the only character that can sprint. Uh, which I didn't know because I started with her, so I'm like, oh, everyone can sprint. And when I changed my character, I was like, why can't I fucking sprint? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> like all the every character has a different ability, and so they play r- pretty differently from each other. Um, yeah, um, I was surprised because I started when I started, I was playing as Axel, I think is his name. Yeah, the blonde guy. Yeah, yeah. And he does not have a sprint. He does not have a sprint. He does not have um, a way to dodge attacks. You just, if you want to dodge an attack, you have to like do your like health draining super move and then earn your health back. He's really tough. And I was getting my ass handed to me. And then I played as Adam, who has shorter combos. And he doesn't have a run, but he has like a quick like dash, like a like a boxer like like dash like dash forward dash back. And the game basically turned to easy mode after that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I was I able think... to yeah, I was able to clear up parts that were getting that were whooping my ass. I was able to clear them up without getting hit. It was insane, you can, dude. You can unlock the classic characters too. Yeah, and so I think what happened as me and my co-op partner continued playing. Um, I eventually unlocked classic Adam. So when I started trying every character, uh, he ended up on like the new Adam and I ended up on classic Adam and we were just fucking whooping ass, dude. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's, it's like crazy how strong he is, uh, compared to everyone else. But, um, yeah, that game is, is really good. Soundtrack slaps as expected. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's difficult. It's Streets of Rage. Dude, it's, yeah, it's a good game. The soundtrack's good. Just play as someone who can dash. <laughs> That's it. Cause yeah. Or just, I guess, fuck around with your characters, man. You'll find a character you like. And yeah, yeah some of them, I just, I could not. Yeah. I, I could not. I was in the same boat you were when you were telling me like, this game's way too fucking hard. Am I supposed to do this? And I switched characters and I was like, oh, it's easy mode now. <laughs> yeah. Still a solid game, though. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Like, it's phenomenal. And it's on Game Pass, so fucking go check it out. Yeah. No yeah. reason to check it out. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> uh, that's also on Game Pass. I fucking, I'm laughing because I almost played it last night. It's, um, look, it's, not, it's not a bad game. It's not bad. It's not. It's a it's a Diablo clone. It's I don't want to sound insulting, but it's basically baby's first Diablo, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I don't want to sound like a jackass or anything by saying that. You know, everyone's got to start somewhere, man. Yeah, and the 
biggest thing for me about it being a Minecraft game is that there's no fucking, there's no mining and there's no crafting. So yeah, I was weirded <laughs> out that wasn't like at least incorporated somehow into it. Yeah, I mean, fucking even Steve and Smash Brothers, you can mine and craft. So, um, yeah, that's what weirded me out the most, man. Like. I thought, oh, this can be interesting if they somehow associated the oh, excuse for the hiccups. If they somehow associated like the roots of Minecraft with it, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah, now it's not it's not bad at all. I mean, if you're yeah. looking for you know uh, an easy game, just lean back and play a little bit. You know, it's it's okay. It's a, it's an alright game. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, or if if you're a younger gamer, too. Like, you know, if you're a younger gamer and, you know, you like Minecraft, you know, if you like that, try out Torchlight or Diablo. You know, there's other games out there that are very similar to that, if you like the way that feels. Yeah. That's why I'm not going to shit on it too hard. It it was supposed to be, like, an easier action RPG for younger players, and that's exactly what we got with it, so... Yeah, not gonna not gonna shit on it here for not being what I wanted, but for doing what it wanted very well. Um, Valorant. I uh, never played it. It is a, um, it's like a cross between. Uh, it's from the guys that bring you uh, League of Legends, and it's like yeah, a cross, it's a cross between Counter Strike. And Overwatch, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're telling me about that. Mostly because I'm bad at it, um, but I don't know. I just don't like the um, I don't know. I don't like the pacing of it. Really, is I guess what it comes down to is you got to like tiptoe. Your like your your footsteps make a lot of noise, so you have to like tiptoe everywhere so you don't make you don't make footsteps. Yeah. And um I don't know, I just don't like playing like that. I like running and gunning. I'm I'm a very much a um you know, a kid who grew up on Halo and Unreal Tournament yeah. and shit like that. And so the idea of that I have to go slow is just I don't I, I'm just not with that. Um But people love it. It seems to be pretty successful, free to play, uh mashup of uh of that kind of stuff. Also, I don't like games that have abilities on like characters and shit. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't mind it. I mean, to each their own. It's it's gotten pretty popular. There are people that like it. I saw some of it. It's not my cup of tea either. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't like abilities mixed with like the Counter Strike stuff. Like, I, I either yeah. have to be good at shooting. Or I have to be good at like abilities and shit or like, I don't know, like Overwatch is like a good middle ground where it's not really about the shooting. It's about the strategy of. Yeah, it's about um, playing your role. Yeah. Whereas Valorant's more like, no, it's a shooting game with bullshit in it. And I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. Um, okay, here we go. I love that. It's a shooting game with bullshit in it. That's a great That's way to describe is. it. Like, you're, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. I'm not shitting on it. It's you can just... be you can be the best motherfucker getting headshots, and then someone shoots a fucking arrow through a wall, and you're like, oh great, like this is bullshit. 
Um, I mean, if, if that's what you like, then that's what you like, but I don't like it, so. Um, the Last of Us Part 2. Ooh, here we go. Um, <laughs> it's a good game. It's a really good game. I'm not going to sit here and shit on it, because it's, it's a good game. Um, I do feel like other games deserved some of these Game of the Year awards more. But Last of Us is a solid game, man. Okay, here's what I will say about this. Um, I cannot fault a game for, at least for me, for having just one major flaw. Like we said about Final Fantasy VII Remake, the one major flaw in that was the combat. Um, everything else shit was shine shine in that game. Um, you know. The Last of Us Part Two, its one major flaw is the story and maybe the way it tells its story, I think, is the, the bigger flaw. Um everything else is impeccable in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so that's why that's why it deserves, in my opinion, it deserves every single accolade it's getting because it is truly that much better in everything else it does than everything else. Here's, here's my caveat to that game. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good story. Maybe I not the gameplay. The pretty good. Maybe not the game. The gameplay is like not phenomenal, but it's also that's, not. That's like, it's also not. It's not bad. bad. But my logic is like, The Last of Us is a story that I could read in a book or watch in a movie. And people argue like, well, you're playing as Abby or Ellie when you're doing these things. Like, what what is that really doing for you though? other than reading it from her perspective. You can get the same thing like reading a book and being a, have it being told from another character's perspective. Whereas you play a game like Hades, and I know I'm coming back to this, <laughs> that story in Hades only works as a roguelike video game. You're not going to get the same effect. If someone made a Hades movie or a Hades TV series, something would be lost in translation. Whereas if someone did the same thing with Last of Us, I mean, they're working on a Last of Us TV series right now for HBO, and everyone's excited for it, which is fine. The story's the best part of the, those games, but nothing's going to get lost in that translation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can get a lot of the same experiences, whereas a game like and that's Hades what I'm saying. or like, Undertale, you don't lose that. That's what I'm saying. The, the story that's there... I'm not too I'm not too fond of. Yeah. Um but everything else that game does like the the attention to detail I think yeah. sums up like everything else in that game. Um there's not a single game that comes close to the attention to detail that that game has. I mean Yeah, and I agree with that. Like that's something that's the game should be applauded for. Like Abby's character is scared of heights, and if you, like, stare down, like, if you're in a high place and you look down, she experiences vertigo, the depth of field changes, 
She starts like shaking and breathing. Your aiming gets fucked up. Like that's cool. Like that's something I think is really cool. Um, just like the audio design, the graphic design, the animations, the voice acting, the the everything. Like I said, it's individual components vastly outweigh everything else that came out this year. But I think it's lesser. It, it ends up lesser in the sum of its parts. Um, uh, because like, yeah, the gameplay is just, it's better than the original. It plays better than the original. Um, like I did have fun playing it. Um, but, um, you know, it's not for not, it's not, the gameplay is not as good as other games. And mm -hmm. then the story is definitely not as good. Like I said, um, this game would have been fine if it would never been made because it devalues, I think, the first game. Um, it just devalues the ending of that first game, I think. And um, it just doesn't really pay off uh, ultimately. But um, still, it's still just, it's still one major flaw that I think I can still, it still has a high place in my, in, in my top list of the year. Um, just compared to like a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, if you talk about crunch, there's a lot of games that get crunched on, but they have nothing to show for it. Whereas yeah. like this game, I mean, I'm sure the people who fucking slaved over this game are extremely proud at, at the product that they end up putting out. So, yeah, and I'm not I'm not gonna shit on it for that. Like I just um I, I like what you said about it being uh not worth of some of its parts. Like everything that it, it does a lot right. The voice acting's phenomenal, the environmental work is really good. Um but when you put it all together, I think the package you get from it is a little lackluster with uh and it's not just like what I was expecting, but Compared to what else I've seen this year, again, like pure gameplay, like Doom Eternal had much better moment to moment gameplay, in my opinion. Yeah. And I know like, that's I'm, I coming from someone who values like gameplay over very heavily. That's where I'm coming from with it. It's a good game. It deserves a lot of the accolades it got. But I am upset that like it still got game of the year. Or it still took a lot of Game of the Year awards. Yeah. But it's not bad. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad game. It's not, I don't want anyone to sit here like, oh, Richard hates Last of Us. Like, no, that's not what I'm starting to say. I, hate, I don't hate Last of Us 2. But I do think like other games deserve that title or at least should get more attention. Because Last of Us 2 did take a lot of attention away from pretty much anything that came out this year. Yeah. Except for Cyberpunk, but <laughs> Cyberpunk got a different kind of attention this year. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to oh, that. yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. Trackmania. Um, don't have a lot to say about this other than they yeah, found a new Trackmania. So I am like a fan of Trackmania. They're like, so if you don't yeah. know what Trackmania games are, they're they're like trials games, um, but for like, you know, yeah. for like driving. And um, 
they they've been around for a while. The the older Trackmania games had something special because they had a lot of room for custom servers, which led to a lot of just dumb fucking bullshit. And that's the dumb bullshit that you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a lot of bad EDM and a lot of bad EDM remixes. <laughs> and, uh, like people can have custom horns and they can have custom car models so you'll see a guy that's like has sonic the hedgehog as his car model and shit like that and um, which is cool i love that yeah. i love stupid bullshit like that this new track mania doesn't allow for any of that and that's a bummer oh, that's um, a bummer can you imagine if like little big planet was like oh here's a little bit planet planet four now with pre-made assets. Yeah, that's basically uh, what it is. But uh, the game's free to play, um, and or like you can have like it has like a subscription model. Um, yeah, to where like there I know that was a huge servers. point of contention. I haven't looked at this game in a while, but there are custom servers, and it seemed like they were starting to add some of the the bad shit. Well, the shit that you mm. want. Um, it, it seemed like they. We're getting into like custom horns at the very least and custom like models, but not like not to the level of where you want it to be. Um, so it's a bummer, but it's still a good like it's still a good track racing you know trials game. It still it still does that very well. Um, yeah. The thing about like Trackmania Turbo um, is that they they consoleized it a lot to kind of get it on mm-hmm. PS4 and Xbox One. And you know that kind of that that wasn't that that was the wrong way to go completely. Uh, with this one, they they do have custom servers, no that kind of shit. Um, but I think they're still trying to get it to where it needs to be. Uh, I don't I don't I'm not sure if it's there yet though. But yeah, Trackmania. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon Two. See, that's one I haven't played. I played the first Curse of the Moon, and I liked it. Everyone keeps telling me that Curse of the Moon 2 is just that but better. It's that but better. Um, yeah. I would also go so far as to say it's better than uh, Ritual of the Night, but um, you know, <laughs> I'm the kind of monster I, that. Um, yeah, look, continue. I, continue. When you, when you go around using the term Metroidvania... Uh, there's a certain expectation that goes through my mind uh, from the Vania aspect of things, right? Because mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm I'm of the opinion that they're not there's no there's no Vania in those games. It's all just Metroid. Mm-hmm. It's just Metroid. Um, so Curse of the Moon is your Castlevania. Like that's the fucking Castlevania that I'm expecting. The hard ass fuck, boss of the wall. Um, like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm gonna break my fucking controller type shit. Like that's what this game yeah. is. And I fucking I yeah. love it for that. Yeah, and I was the same way with uh the first Curse of the Moon because it went from like this trying to be Metroid to this like obstacle core style like hard platformer and i like that it's castlevania um, that's what it is. yeah exactly and that, that's where I, I don't understand 
I'm in the, I have the same opinion. I'm like, where does the term Metroidvania come from? If Metroid's the one that did it, Castlevania did it after Metroid did. Yeah. Like, why does it get to share the name? I mean, I guess because like that game, uh, Symphony of the Night specifically, like popularized it. Um, I don't know, recontextualized it in, in, a, in a kind of RPG form to where you know, you're killing monsters and getting experience points and leveling up and shit like that. And I think that's the Vania part. Cas- Castlevania is not an RPG, right? Because RPGs yeah. are easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have this thing in RPGs as well. Like RPGs are not like difficult games because you can just trivialize everything just by leveling up. You level up, everything's easy. So, um, Castlevania is not like they're not RPGs. Like they're not easy games. Um, Symphony of Night is an RPG. It's an easy game. It's not a Castlevania game. So, that's that's where my issue with the terminology comes from. But they they did recontextualize it into this RPG form of Metroid. Um to where i don't know maybe like you can use a different term like metroid rpg type shit i don't know but curse of the moon 2 castlevania as fuck and phenomenal phenomenal game uh soundtrack baller um yeah that's um uh one of the best games of the year i'll definitely check it out man like I like the first one, and I feel like if I like the first one, I like the second one. I'll definitely check it out. Um, uh, while we're on the uh, subject, do you know if they announced like a Ritual of the Night like sequel? I know there's like talks about making that a franchise, but I don't think it did well enough to warrant it. I'm not sure. I didn't. I haven't finished that game. I need to go back and I finish it. Either. But I don't know. It was a little. It was a little too. It was a little too Symphony of Night for me. Or you know, like it's very Symphony of Night. I mean, yeah. And I think, uncontroversial opinion. I think Symphony of the Night is the weakest of those non-linear Castlevania games. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I know it's not a popular so opinion, but I, I feel like it. When you look at the DS games that came out, the Game Boy Advance games that came out, I think those blow Symphony of the Night out of the water, man. Yeah, well, especially since like Ori, Ori is like the pinnacle, in my opinion, of Metroidvania. But uh... I got to give it to Guacamelee, dude. I think like there, that you know, again, what? I, yeah. I, I'll give them bonus points okay. for originality. Yeah, I like the the combat system. The platforming's really good. Um, it kind of reminds me of Zelda too. Like you go into a dungeon, you get an ability, you use that ability through the whole dungeon. Yeah, and the very last dungeon using a combination of all the tools you got. Like, I love that about that game. Yeah, close close second for Guacamelee. Um, Rocket Arena. So you liked Rocket Arena. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Um, you know, not many people uh, 
not many people did. So yeah. um, I, I bought this game on Steam uh, because, uh, well, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so Rocket Arena, if you don't know, let's take, take the history. It was an old, um, <laughs> it was an old Quake mod. And, uh, you know, there's certain expectations. When you call a thing Rocket Arena, there's certain expectations that come with that. Uh, problem is that this game does not meet those expectations and they're charging um, I forgot how much it was originally but um, it is not it was something like $30 it wasn't cheap yeah um, it was $30 the game has microtransactions and it just was like bare bones as fuck basically yeah. like it's like Overwatch but what if everyone had um like a single shot weapons or like, you know, just they, they all had different weapons that the goal was like a power stone to kind of knock your knock your opponent out of the arena. Um and um, you know, it's not a bad game. The problem is people were really salty at the price and the microtransactions. So um it didn't do very well. Um, it's still not doing very well. I can tell you that there are only, uh, 50 people playing it now on steam and the price has significantly dropped to $5. Oh yeah. It's free on PlayStation plus this month too. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. It's, they're trying to get the game out there. And it's actually, from what I was watching you play, it's a cool concept. Yeah, it's it just, ends up like not being a terrible yeah. game, but the whole problem Awful is you, execution. Need, you need an audience, and just the audience is not there. Um, there's just no player base for this thing. Um, so, like, it's just it's destined to fail just because of that. Because yeah. the pricing, the pricing model, ultimately, the pricing model was just not. I think if they launched it for free with microtransactions and skins and shit, I mean. It's a proven it's a proven method, right? Like you make your game free and then charge for skins and like the premium, you know, and make your things look cool. Uh proven business model, proven the work. Yeah. Time and time again. Yeah, but, it works. Uh uh EA. It's published by EA and I, they just wanted like nickel and dime everything at every opportunity <laughs> they get, uh, to the detriment of everything they put out. So um you know, here's another game that could have been good, but uh, bad business practices ultimately was its uh, its downfall. So, yeah. Um, Ghost yeah, of Tsushima. Oh yeah, there we go. That's that's one everybody wants to talk about, right? Yeah, and let me tell you. Okay, so look, look, man, it's not. I don't think this is the greatest game of the year, but it is one of the best games of the year. It's one of them. Like, um, it is a, it is a great game. Here's the thing though. Okay. So look, okay. So look, when you, when you're talking about, uh, this game, it's going to come up in the same conversation as a, uh, like a, like an Assassin's Creed, right? Um, because it's, it's an open world game. That's very much, uh, reminiscent of one of those games. Um, 
almost got like aspects of Far Cry in as well, where there's different like outposts <laughs> that you gotta like clear out and take control of. Like it's it's one of those games. Um the combat is very satisfying, pretty um I would say reactive and that you get different stances, but they don't mean anything um, until you're like fighting against very specific enemies. And it's just, and that's all there is to it. You fight against this kind of enemy, you use this stance, this enemy it's that stance. It's, it's, that's all there is to it. It's just super reactionary, just, um, you know, rock, paper, scissors type shit. It's, it's, um, the, the biggest thing, the best thing that same has going for it, in my opinion, is the visuals. Like, it just has very striking visuals. It just looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. It has this aesthetic, and it nails it um, throughout the entire experience. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty much... Um, it's just a very consistently, consistently good game. Um... It doesn't like, you know, it doesn't hit any crests and it doesn't drop in any troughs. It's just a very, a very flat line, stable, you know, here's an, here's a stable seven out of 10 experience. It's a good game all the way through. Um, yeah. And that's, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people were like head over heels of this game, and I just don't, I don't get it. Like, there's a story here that I didn't feel connected to at all. There's characters that I don't feel connected to at all. Um, it's it's um not not to say that it's it's bad. Um, it's there and it's good, and you get what you want out of it, and then um. You know, they released a free update that added this uh, co-op uh, multiplayer um, add-on, which is very cool. Thumbs up for that. But um, Yeah, so yeah. still something uh, Last of Us 2 hasn't done. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. That a lot of people have been asking for. Yeah. But um, I, I, it's, just, it's just good. It's just, you know, it's good uh, junk food. It's a good junk food game. <laughs> Um, and there's like nothing wrong with that, but, um, that's really all I had. That's all, that's all I got out of it. And I don't know, a lot of people got a lot more out of it. I don't know, but that was, that was for me. That's what it was. Good. Thank you for the, uh, honest opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a couple more here. Okay. Uh, carrying. Oh, that's that's been on my list. That is one that's been on my list. Carrion, it's a um, uh, well, again, for lack of better terms, it's like a it's a Metroid game, but hmm. you you play the villain. Um, so it's like a reverse, uh, it's like a reverse take on, on like I don't know, like an escape. It's an escape mission, as like a Metroid game where you play the villain. And um, yeah, it's a very cool concept. Um, it's very short too. It's only about I don't know, like six hours, like max. Um, so you can you can finish it in one sitting, and um, it's just it's it's really cool. You know, it's it's again it's another junk food game where you get it, 
it has a very unique experience and then it's over and it's um it's um it's, it's really cool for that um don't have much else to say about it other than uh, it's uh it's really cool yeah it's on my list too i've wanted to play it for a while um i like games that are very unique in how they play in a game where you play as like this amorphous blob monster thing like that sounds awesome to me and i want to give it a try uh, Hellpoint. I don't know I that, one. I, st- that I one. I streamed this game once and only once, and that was all I needed. Um, it's a Soulsborne type game, but oh like yes, I remember that one. The sci-fi. gimmick is that like you're in hell. Yeah, but it's like hell. It's like a sci-fi version of hell. Yeah. Um, I guess. Um, I don't know. I didn't really. This game didn't have any lasting appeal on me. Um, I'm not really a Souls fan, so um, also like I had someone coming in co-op and just like you know handhold me through the, most of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but like I got to see a lot of the game and it didn't. I didn't do anything for me. So. Um, <laughs> God, you aren't kidding. You played a lot of games this year. Shit. <laughs> uh, Fall Guys. Ultimate Knockout. See, that's one we both played. And we liked it a lot in the beginning, but they didn't really do anything to keep us in. That's the big problem that we both had. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like After an afternoon of playing, we had seen all the modes they had available. And we'd already come up with techniques to get past them really quickly. And yeah, this, this they didn't really update or anything else. It's once you see a stage. So, okay. So if somehow you don't know what this game is, it's a, and we were talking about battle royales. It's a battle royale game. Um, that's completely unique. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's a battle royale game that takes the, the form of like a Takeshi's castle or a, um, most extreme elimination challenge where yeah, like, um, it's you versus 99 other people. I don't think it's 99. I think it's like 60. It's 60 players running an obstacle course at the same time. And um, there's different stages. And you, you battle out to be number one. And every after every stage, a certain amount of people get eliminated. And um, the, the, the main problem I have is that every stage is the same. Um, yeah, not not everyone is the same. They have like a certain amount of different stages, and it it cycles through them at random. But you can get the same stage over and over again. Um, and once you see it once, you see you you've already like developed the strategy on it, so you know how yeah. to tackle it the same way every single time. Um, now there's a certain like yeah. physics physics uh, you know there's 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 physics to the game that kind of prevent you from being able to execute the same way every time especially when you're fumbling around with 60 other players and everyone's knocking each other over and shit like that so the execution will be different every time but um the methodology that you know the approaches you take will pretty much be the same once you watch a tutorial video on here's how you do this you're gonna do it that way you're gonna at least try to do it that way every single time and that was my problem is um 
there just wasn't enough variety. Um, this game would benefit from a certain amount of randomization. Uh, yeah. You know, a certain amount of unpredictability would, would go a long way in this game. Um, so, like, I kind of fell off of Fall Guys uh, pretty quickly. Once I got my first win, I was like, oh, I'm done for good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I did jump back into it like a week or two ago just to see some of the new stuff. You you can filter out. Um, you can filter out. They have new modes now, like a seasonal mode that you can filter out and just play that mode, um, which is a good step. But it's still you're still getting like you're still getting um, the same levels just from that season. So you still see the same stuff over and over again. It's it's um yeah, it's good, but I feel like yeah. it came and went, and I don't know. I, I agree. Like um, it, like a downswing it, now. Yeah, it definitely came and went. It got the uh, it got the hype it needed at the start, but it didn't do anything with it. You know, it didn't capitalize on it and carry on with it. Yeah, to keep you going, and that's that's the biggest bummer because like you're right like it would have the best game modes in it in my opinion were the ones that had some of that randomization yeah um there's some ones where they split you off into teams and yeah those always fucking are like super stressful because now you have to rely on other people um but um but those are ones that (laughs) you know those are good ones because you can like it gives you a chance to like fuck other people over and just play it differently. It's not just running the course. Yeah. It's like, Oh now I can like be a thief and like steal eggs from these guys or like, you know, I can play defense or play offense and stuff like that. It gives you a certain amount of strategy. Um, but yeah, there's just not, not enough of variety. I agree, and that that's something that the game could have benefited from. Hopefully, they're hopefully they can do enough updates to warrant going back to it, but I I, I doubt it. I think they uh their their time in the light came and went, unfortunately. But we'll see what happens. Fast and Furious Crossroads. <laughs> um, this is absolutely the worst game of the year. Um, if there was a, if there was an award for worst game of the year, it would be this. Um, it is a bad. Uh, oh man! Incredibly, this game released at sixty dollars. I bought it, played through it. Uh, got a full playthrough up on the YouTube gamers.com/slash/youtube. Um, bad, bad, terrible game. Uh, it feels like a PS3 game that released in twenty twenty for sixty dollars. Um, it has an online mode with no one playing and, um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. Like it, I knew it was going to be awful. Yeah. Well, we all knew it was going to be surprised awful. It was bad. Yeah. I just didn't, we didn't know to what capacity and yeah, surprising. Yeah. Surprising. <laughs> um, Hyperscape. This is uh, the Ubisoft uh, Battle Royale. Um, I remember that one. You you said that one was awful too. Bad. Don't like it at all. Um, (laughs) Apparently, 
they've added like a team deathmatch mode or they will be adding a team deathmatch or something like that. It seems like they're trying to, they know how bad the game is and they're trying to like switch things up a little. So I'm interested to see what that's like, but it's a battle royale. Um, you know, again, I, I like to see battle royales that kind of change what it means to be a battle royale. And this game does not do yeah. that at all or whatsoever. Um, uh, you know, it just has a sci-fi aesthetic, which, you know, it's, that's, that's kind of unique, but the aesthetic is not enough. It's, it's yeah. the game sucks. I hate it. And it has like abilities too, where like you can pick up like hacks, um, and like you can kind of use those during the match. And it has this like Twitch component where like Twitch viewers can like vote on different ways to fuck the game up. Um, but like I don't even know how well that's doing, since I'm not sure how many people are playing this game anymore, because uh, it kind of fell off pretty hard. So, um, yeah. Not, not, not a fan of that one. Uh, Spirit Fairer. You uh, played that one. Yeah. So Spirit Fairer is, um, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's weird. Cause this game I would kind of say is what I wanted Animal Crossing to be. It's, it's the game I wanted Animal Crossing to be. And what I mean by that is um, it's a very feel-good game where um, you're you're forming these relationships with different... Um, you play the role as the ferryman. You're the ferryman and you're taking spirits and you're kind of taking care of them after they've, they've died. You're taking care of them until they're ready to cross over into the, um, to the other side. So... Yeah. And the, the, the form they take is a bunch of different animals is, is the form they take. So um, while you're taking care of them, you're kind of forming these bonds with them and kind of doing things for them and, and, and learning of their story and their backgrounds. And that's the thing that Animal Crossing misses is that you don't really form bonds with any of the villagers um, in your town. Yeah. Um, but with this, you 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 really form emotional bonds with with um with uh with the spirits that you you take care of here. Um, That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really charming game. Uh, um, it's a real feel good experience, you know. Uh, that's um. I don't know. That's really all I gotta say about it. There's there's not really it's not really exciting. It's not a real exciting game. Uh, yeah. There's like no, there's no combat. There's really no action. Um, it's just you doing tasks um, for spirits and kind of getting their story um, until they're ready to cross over. And then you, you know, which is fine. Like that's, that's a fine experience to have. Yeah. It's, it's real cozy. There's a hugging mechanic where you hug them and then, uh, <laughs> you, you know, it just makes them feel good. Uh, it's a, it's oh. just a feel good game. It's a very pleasant That's experience. Good. So That's good. Yeah. What else have you played? <laughs> Tell me why. We're getting to the bottom. We're getting to the bottom of this, so. Uh, All right. Tell me why. Um I feel like this game uh, uh for some reason don't nod games are not getting a lot of exposure. So 
there's a real marketing bumble going on with um, Don't Nods games right now. And Tell Me Why is one that came out um, exclusive on Xbox and PC. Um, it's um, it's just a, a, a dialogue heavy, uh, yeah. you know, adventure game where you know your choices make a lot of choices, and um, the whole premise is that um, you're you're a kid that has um, that was trans transgender at a young age, um, female to male, and then. You went to juvenile uh, detention for a number of years and you're coming back to your old hometown and they had a falling out with their mother and your sister um, and things have changed. And you're kind of trying to figure out what happened and, and stuff like that. It's um, it's a real roller coaster ride of a story and they kind of make some unique, uh, unique mechanics and you're, you have a twin sister and part part of the mechanics are kind of recalling the the past events through your eyes through the eyes of the twins but the twins re- remember everything differently so you kind of have to choose between oh i remember it this way oh no no that's not how i remember it i remember it this way so a lot of the choices you make are like direct oppositions of each other like oh I, like which one do we go with do we go with this or we go with that um and there's this book of stories that you uh, that you and your sister wrote as uh, children, and there's a lot of puzzles that are like woven into the the stories. And there's like ten stories in this in this journal, and they like weave in puzzles where you have to like read the entire story, and then there's like puzzles like woven into the stories, which is like a really cool, unique thing. Um, yeah, I um I, I really enjoyed it. Uh the story, the overall story is like really good. It's a slow burn, but um once you get through um once you get through like the first episode, you really like you really get connected to the story. Um Yeah, really, really enjoyed that one. So unfortunate. They actually put That's out really another cool. they put out another game like last month. And oh yeah. No one knows. No one knows anything about it because they're like they're they're fucking up with the marketing, man. They're just not. Um, they're not. They're not marketing these games. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So that was a good. That was a good one. I'll yeah. check it out. It's on Game Pass. Like yeah, yeah. I have that time to give it a try. Uh, Wasteland Three. Now that's one you liked. I remember you talked about that one a little bit on the podcast the same week that came out. Yeah, I like it, but it's not my style of game. Mm-hmm. Um, um, especially since um, I don't know what what I don't like about these kinds of games is that they're um, the percent chances. It's the thing I don't like about XCOM is when like you have a ninety nine percent chance to hit something. And of course you fucking, you miss, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of like strategy games, strategy, RPGs, strategy, anything. I'm just like, as soon as you put the word strategy in it, um, I'm done. <laughs> or like, like C RPGs or anything where it's, I just have to like, where it's just super slow paced and I have to like calculate everything. I just don't like, I don't like having to use calculators and shit. And that's what this game is. 
Um, not, that's not to say that it's not good because it's really good, but um, it's just not my style of game. A lot of good dialogue, a lot of good writing, um, a lot of good character stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just not not my kind of game. So I, I fell off of it pretty quick. Uh, Marvel's Avengers. Oh, that's a that's a rough one. Probably the second worst game of the year. <laughs> um, I hated this man. Uh, yeah, you're not the only one. I think a lot of people hate it. It's a bad. I mean, it's still surprising to me after all the mistakes that these games make. Every time one of these games come out, I'm talking about. Uh, the destinies, the anthems, the that's what this game is. It's a, it's an anthem in the set in the Marvel's Avengers universe, and again, not fucking good, not good at all. Um, just bog standard fucking combat <laughs> system, uh, QTE uh, events, a lot of that. Um, story fucking is boring. The characters, uh, you would think when you got fucking Iron Man and the Hulk and Black Widow and Thor, you think that the characters are going to be like great, but not so much. I actually enjoyed like the interaction between them was actually pretty good. Like the, the, the back and forth between like Tony Stark and like the other characters are great. Um, uh, Kamala Khan was was great. I really liked her, but like everything else fucking sucks, man. So fucking bad. Um, mm-hmm. So bad. Um, yeah, I haven't heard a lot of positives about it since it came out. It's just it's so weird to me. They can fuck it up that bad. And you're right. Like there's there's examples to learn from here. Like with you got your destinies, your anthems, like it's how are you? Passage. How are games still? Yeah. How are games still doing this, man? um yeah so i don't know hopefully they figure it out because i don't know they could make a good you would think avengers like even the avengers name wasn't enough to fucking sell that game which is crazy um yeah man it sold uh it performed below expectations it's it's got i don't know how a game that has the avengers name Developed by Square Enix, you know, and all of their Square Enix money. Crystal Dynamics. Can just... Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, Crystal you know, Dynamics. the Tomb Raider guys. Yeah. The Tomb Raider guys. It just seems like, like their hands are tied, maybe. Like their hands are tied and because, you know, it's um, it's 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 based on an, an IP. So when, you, when you're making a game like that, I think there are higher ups who... Are, are calling all the shots. So you, 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 they're, they're really limited on what they can do or what they want to do versus what the higher ups want them to do. So I, you know, I'm thinking that their, their hands are tied. I mean, if that was the case, like, again, you know, we've had like examples of this shit before, You'd think someone would have learned by now, but I don't know. I don't work in the games industry, but you'd think, like, 
seeing your competition or if not competition, but other people in the same industry as you having the same problem, like you'd think they would try to avoid that, but whatever. Yeah. Hades. Uh, Hades, we already talked about. Um, phenomenal game. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That's my game of the year. It barely, barely beat out Doom. Um. Okay, so Genshin Impact. <laughs> I haven't now, played that one yet, so it's going to be all you. Um, free-to-play Chinese gotcha game. Um, heavily based on uh, the stylings of Breath of the Wild, which I ain't mad at. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, more people like more. More people need to copy Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see more Breath of the Wild clones and less like Fortnite clones out there. And here's the thing: Genshin Impact is a really fucking good game. Like it is. It's a really fucking good game. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, I put tens of almost like a hundred hours in it <laughs> in the fucking launch week. Um, like it's a really fucking good game, but, uh, what turned me off was the, uh, just the bad practices of, um, I, I just wanted to enjoy the story and there's just too many limitations. Uh, cause it's a free to play game. So they got to make their money somehow. So they limit you in a lot of ways and, they, they gate the story. They gate a lot of the characters. They gate a lot of stuff in that game to where I just wasn't having fun anymore. Um, but it is surprising how much quality they put into this game, um, given what it is. I mean, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, yeah. Probably like my, my, like probably my third favorite soundtrack of the year uh or maybe my fourth top five soundtracks i would say um graphics are amazing the voice acting's amazing even like even the english voice acting which is not even its first language um even the japanese the chinese is good or you know whatever language you decide to play in like it has multiple language tracks subtitles um it's just it's a quality product that's that's free to play and it's it's just super impressive that what they did with mm-hmm. it, um, which is cool to see. It's just it's a shame that the gotcha mechanics and the free to play mechanics kind of hold it back from being as good as it could be. Yeah, but I'm glad. Like, hopefully, other developers take like the right idea from it. And you know, we talked about this before. Like, if anyone's gonna, if any game is gonna get copied. It should be Breath of the Wild. Like I wish more games did that. Yeah, and you can see how long it takes to make a video game because Breath of the Wild came out in 2017, and now the clones are just now starting ah. to come out. So, oh yeah, dude, I can't, I can't wait to see what else we get. You know, 2021 is going to be an interesting year. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> um, Rogue Company. Uh, only got eight more. Just eight more of these. So. That's fine. Well, we'll knock those out, and I guess we can save like our personal game of the year list for like next week. That's cool with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to. I just wanted to talk about these so that no one's like, yeah. "Hey, why the fuck didn't go to Tsushima?" <laughs> we we told you why. So yeah, I got uh, a shout out. 
uh, Rogue Company. Uh, another, um, this one's by, uh, who the fuck made this game? <laughs> I don't even remember. This game is very unremarkable, but it's another Counter-Strike style um, ability game along the lines of Valorant. But I like this one better than Valorant because you don't have to tiptoe every fucking where. Um, but that's not to say that I like it very much at all. <laughs> um, uh, because it's, uh, I don't know if they fixed this game, man, but it was fucking busted as fuck, man. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's even released yet, but, um, yeah, when I played it, it was fucked, man. It was fucked. Yeah. Um, it, it gets bonus points because it uses some run the jewels tracks. Um, <laughs> so that's why, that's why I'd like it more than Valorant. But I don't know. It's just more fun to to play. It's it's it it adheres more to the Counter Strike side of things than the ability side of things. Even though there are abilities, um, they're more like they're more subdued than you know. I'm just shooting arrow through the walls, type shit. Um, so that's Rogue Company. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. There's a lot of people who fucking love this game because it's very much. Um, it is a quality product. I'll say that. Um, it adheres very much to the X-Wing, TIE Fighter, classic okay. games. And um, from what I understand, that's what a lot of people want. Um, from my point of view, I have no I have no affinity towards those old-ass games. So I expected more from this than what we got. Now, that is to say, it only came out in like 30 bucks, So it wasn't like a full-price game. Um, and it does have a pretty robust multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. that's pretty enjoyable, but, um, it has a pretty good VR mode from what I understand, but, um, I don't know. I just expected a little more than what we got than just, and remember what, like leading up to the game, I was like, there's gotta be more to this, right? Than just, cause what yeah, I remember. Was, you um, called it. Yeah. It's like, you just stand in one place and people talk at you and then you fly and then you come back and stand in one place, rotate, and people talk at you, and that's what the game is. Um, so you know, it's good at that, but not enough uh, for me. So, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I forgot that came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> that made such a small splash. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I had, I put, um, I don't know, about 30 hours into it and kind of had my fill. It's, um, I don't know. I didn't, I I don't, I haven't played a lot of Watch Dogs, but I did play, um, each of them a little bit and it's a Watch Dogs game. Um, I don't know. I, I had, I had fun with this game. Now that's not to say it's a very, um, fulfilling experience. It does get a little repetitive. Um, it actually gets a lot repetitive, but um, and I think the mechanic of where you can play is recruit anyone. I kind of feel like it's not as robust as you would like it to be, given that you can you can do one of two things. You can either stick to one character because they can all basically do the same thing. You're like you're never stuck. Um, so you're like you kind of just find one guy you're good with and then just stick to them. 
Um, or you could just keep like changing it up. And again, everyone kind of, everyone has the same basic abilities, but you know, one guy might start with an AK 47 and you might just fucking gun everyone down. There's no repercussion to that. Like, um, I kind of feel like that whole mechanic falls flat on its face because there's not enough weight to it. Um, so, but I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, you know, I played it on Ubisoft Plus, which is like $15 a month. Um, all you can eat buffet of their games. So, like, I played Watch Dogs Legion on there. I also played Assassin's Creed Valhalla on there. Um,. Which, hey, I enjoyed that game as well. Um, I don't know. had a lot of fun with that. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. It's an Assassin's Creed game, but there's not a lot of assassin shit in it anymore. And I guess it's been that way for a while. Um, this is more focused on just straight up fucking get up in that ass combat, which I like. Um, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, you can dual wield shields and do a bunch of like Viking shit. And it's just, I don't know. It's fun. I, I, I enjoyed that game actually. Um, I enjoyed it more than Ghost of Tsushima. So, uh, Visage, uh, horror game, uh, that's, uh, tries to adhere to a more, it's the best, it's the best PT clone I've ever played. Yeah, um, you're telling me about that one too. Um, it kind of mixes the best aspects of a Layers of Fear with a PT, and um, it's a long game. It's a little too long, and it's a little too uh, confusing. You kind of run around oh, yeah? in circles a lot, not knowing what the fuck you're supposed to do. But the scares in that game are very, very good, and. Um, yeah, it has like a sanity meter. So like when your sanity increases, there's a bunch of like random things that can happen um, in the world that kind of fuck with you. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool experience. Uh, That's good. Three more. Three more. Three more. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, bug snacks. Ooh, that's one you... I know you were excited for that one. You like that one a lot. Yeah, really enjoyed Buck Snacks. Um, it, it was surprising because I didn't know what to expect when I went in. And then it turns out it was just completely subverted my expectations. It was not <laughs> not at all what I expected, um, which, which, was, which was a good thing because I expected it to be more of a standard affair than it was. And it turned out to be more of like a um I, I expected more of a Viva Pinata and you actually got like a Pokemon Snap. That's way better than Pokemon Snap. Um mm-hmm. and um yeah, it was, it was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that game. So um uh Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Yeah, how was that one? That's one I wanted to play for a while. It's another Breath of the Wild style game uh, from Ubisoft, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's fun. You know, it's not um. Again, I would say like the same thing as like Ghost of Tsushima. There's like, there's like really no points that where it crests, 
there's really no points of where it troughs. It kind of just has a real stable, consistent experience all the way through. Um, but you know, it's a real seven out of 10 experience all the way, all the way through. It's like not, um, you know, it doesn't really stand out. It's not really exciting, but it's, it's good. It's fun. Um, and there, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, good. if you, if you like breath of the wild and just want more of, um, I don't know, like more of that, but with um with like a dumb borderlands thing that's that, okay that's my biggest gripe uh it's like breath of the wild with borderlands uh dialogue in there and i fucking hate that <laughs> oh but, that's that that instantly turned me off the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um like it's got like that style of humor and that style of dialogue and that's the worst thing about it but like you can mute it and when you mute it it's fine um it also takes stabs at breath of the wild where there was one point where i like walked past there was like a random soldier that was just like fighting monsters and um he was like well at least my sword didn't break and i was like oh (laughs) that's fucking i thought that was like the only funny thing that happened in this game a game that's trying to be funny um that was the one funny thing that happened so uh not bad. Right, what else you got? Okay, last one. You know, what right. this, you know what this is. <laughs> um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. <laughs> um, oh man, that's kind of cliche. But what can we say about Cyberpunk that hasn't been said already? <laughs> I feel like people are scared to talk shit about this game, and um, that's unfortunate because. Um, I'm not. This game yeah. is not good. I feel like this game fucking sucks, man. Like, bugs aside, I'm not even talking about the bugs, dude. This game could be, like, completely bug-free. Um, I would still not like this game. Um, I feel like it's incredibly shallow experience. Um, just, I just, nothing connects for me with this game in the least bit. I mean, soundtrack, good story good characters i like but i am not i am not as connected to it as i thought i should have been given the you know the attitude that's been um that it's had and um i know you haven't had a chance to play it yet but you, you i have you not have, it's on my list it is yeah. on my list you're you're you've got your pc ready now um so um i just so don't let what i'm saying taint i know you were excited for this game where like where i wasn't excited for this to begin with but it has like even my low expectations it has it's it's it came out lower than that for me so um i don't like this game at all i don't like the hacking i don't like the gunplay um I don't like playing it at all. I thought I was going to try to finish it, but I don't think I am. <laughs> so that's a bummer. And I'm not even talking about the bugs. Like I had a relatively bug free experience. Actually, I've had maybe like one, maybe two or three, like real bad bugs. Um, to where it kind of like, where it pissed me off and I had to like restart the game and like reload a save. But 
other than that, I had like no bugs in like my, my like 30 hours of playing. So I'm not even talking about bugs here. This is straight just game not being good for me. So um, um it's still on my list. I will play it eventually. Uh, I'm happy my PC took a shit when it did because I was like ready to pre-order it by day one. I was like hyped for this game. And it's kind of a blessing that I was out of commission when the game came out. So I couldn't like play it and get disappointed, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but I... Uh... Not, not, uh, not, not for me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to do it. Um, yeah, man, that's, uh, some a couple things that came out this year. I know there's a couple we missed, but I have some on my top 10 list. We didn't go over here. So that'll be fun when we do that next week. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're going to, we're going to next week, we're going to devise our top 10 um, definitive list of top 10 games of 2020. So now that we, now that we talked everything out the way, we can just get into, we will be able to get into the, the list, um, next week, but yep, that's going to do it for now. Uh, gamerverse.com, slash Twitch, gamerverse.com slash YouTube, gamerverse.com slash discord. Um. Yeah, and then just let us know what you think. Let us know your top favorite games of 2020. Uh, let us know if we're fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> now we're not. But, um, yeah, we're never wrong. Everything we say is right. You're wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Bye, everybody.